Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Hi. How are you? Well, guess what? The show, we got a dog. His name is Audible. And I know you think we just called him Audible, but we really didn't. It was actually my grandmother's name. So we named our dog Audible. And that show has a dog now. He goes home with me. So, hey, listen. Audible. Come here, boy. And Audible is whatever you want him to look like. I mean, he's here and he's my dog. But he's whatever you picture. He's a good dog, though. He's a really good dog. Audible. All right, listen. You're probably thinking, what's wrong? Oh, my God, I know it. There's not going to be a show next week. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. Well, you're right. And just calm down. You're acting ridiculous. Spazzing out. I hate them. Those guys let me... Now, listen. There's no show next week. We might try to put together a best of. So enjoy the show. Then there'll be no show on the 25th. And then we'll see you again. Once in a while, people go, we're not going to see you. All right. Don't fucking get me started. We'll see you on the uh, 2nd of December. Have a nice Thanksgiving and enjoy the view. Now entering Nerdist.com. A very funny guy, Todd Glass. Uh, yeah, hey Todd, it's Nick Swartman uh, calling again about doing your podcast. The entertainer's entertainer, Todd Glass, everyone. Todd, hey, it's Zach. Listen, man, I really want to come on the, the podcast. I've got stuff to promote. Comedy Central presents Todd Glass. Todd Glass, Brian Regan, again. Um, if you don't want me to do the podcast, just, I don't know, let me know that. Do you want me to beg? Is that is that the way you work? From the beautiful La Cienega Strip, high atop Black Horse Motors, it's the Todd Glass Show. Oh, yes. Oh, my God, it's fun already. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Does anyone really ever say that? Hello, girls. All right, shh. Take it easy, everybody. Calm down. Um, everything is good. The show is starting. Our guest is James. Uh, I always say his last name wrong, so Katie. Adomian. Adomian? Adomian. Adomian. Ooh. Couldn't, I know the guy so well, but uh, sometimes I, uh, I, I mess up people's last names. So he's our guest today. But, um, and then uh, also here today is Chris, as always, who is sort of behind me a little bit. Uh, hi, Chris. Hi. How are you? He has a, f- 
He has a friend here, Sarah, we've gotten to know and love. She is from Arizona. She's from, uh, oh, where are you from in Arizona again? Mesa. Mesa, Mesa. And she's visiting Chris for a few days, so she's here. It's always fun to have people here. You know I like the energy. And Katie is always here. Hello. And uh, Blake Edwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Blake, uh, Blake um, you know, I'm kidding. Blake yeah. Wexler. Yeah. And I told Blake before we go on the air, don't talk too little, don't talk too much. If I ever go like this, you know, when I go the cut sign to my throat, that means... Hey, everyone, how are you? Oh, okay. That'd be funny if the And every time the audience knows that, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. like I'm talking about something and like, so this Penn State thing, it's out of control. Yeah, Todd, I think uh, here's the new... Oh, something. <laughs> <laughs> We're having fun already. We got pictures of grilled cheese sandwiches. I'm so happy. Yum. Who, Sarah and Dave sent Yeah, us they in. sent some pictures of them eating grilled cheese sandwiches. Yeah, they got a glass They'll be of- on Facebook. They have a glass of wine out there, and they're eating their grilled cheeses. To fill Sarah in, we told people grilled cheese sandwiches are delicious, and they should people should treat them with respect. So uh, you know, that set the table nice. Just because you're having grilled cheese doesn't mean light a candle. And Sarah and Dave sent us a picture in, and I love it. The fancier, the better. Tablecloth, candle. F- let's do this shit right. <laughs> and then um. Bobby Miyamoto, when he was on the show last week, um, said that he made a grilled cheese sandwich and put an egg in it. I said, oh, that's okay. It's not. And I called. You're just being nice to him. (laughs) I thought about it later when someone told me that that listens to the show. No, that's an egg sandwich with cheese. That would be the same. And I I did. And Bobby, I call Bobby and I tell him. I'm half kidding, but I'm half serious. He goes, well, you said it was all right on the show. I go, well, I fucking made a mistake, Bobby. And now you're correcting that mistake. Thank you. That's why you're here. And Todd, I think it's... Oh, sorry. <laughs> That'll make me laugh every time. Me too. That Blake Wexler. You know, you're fun energy to have around. That's what Chris was saying. Oh, God. You guys are so... Ooh. Oh, don't, don't keep playing that. That's embarrassing. I told you that. Come on. Stop oh, it. Stop great. it. That's being silly. So, anyway, back to Bobby. <laughs> Chris knows I want him to play. <laughs> wow, someone wrote a song all about you. That makes. You want to hear the whole version? We'll we play it later. Well. Wait till James gets here and we'll crank it out of nowhere and we'll we'll have some fun. This is what people. Well, that's what I call fun: hearing hit songs with my <laughs> about, name about you. <laughs> okay, so uh, Sarah and Dave send in the grilled cheeses. Yeah, Bobby, it, it's like saying I had a grilled cheese, but I just slipped a hamburger in there. Well, that's well, a hamburger with cheese. That's it's a, like a, a cheeseburger. Cheeseburger. At right. In and Out, you can order a grilled cheese, and it's basically a hamburger without the meat. Right. And they call that's it grilled a, cheese. I'm like, that's not grilled cheese. Uh, not really. No. But but I will say this: it's more of a grilled cheese than a. It, once you put egg in it, then it's an egg with cheese. So grilled cheese, I don't know. You could put tomato in it even, but you can't put a. That's right? too dominant. An egg is too dominant. Thank you. Right? Yeah. You're. Are you right? Are you kidding me? Jeez. Thank. Oh, sorry, Fisher. <laughs> You do the stereotype. Okay, so I got that done. Then I got... Ooh, all right, come on. I'm not even shitting around. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You're going to... This is how you lose uh, lose friends. <laughs> <laughs> I'm out of here. I'm out of here, Chris. <laughs> um, Mark from Philly sent us a voice email, which I really do want to address, and it made me feel... He seems like a super nice guy, but um, go ahead, play his voicemail, and then I'll... My name is uh, Mark D, because uh, when I conceal my last name, for no reason really, who cares, uh, or on reload, I've harassed you on Twitter before, and I've written you an email with that address. Um... 
I lived in Philadelphia uh, only for the past seven years. Didn't grow up here. And uh, I've been a big fan of your comedy ever since I heard you on uh, the Comedy Death Ray uh, compilation that came out in 07. Uh, I've been listening to all your uh, stuff on the podcast. Just a few questions or things. Hopefully I'm going to edit this because I, I, I tend to ramble a lot if I don't uh, write anything down and I hate writing things down. Here, pa- pause this, pause this. And let me – I can get to the part that he asked, which he's, uh, he wanted to know when I was in Philly. And I really felt bad that somebody thought this. Uh, he was very complimentary in the way he said it. Uh, he said he enjoyed the show and he thought I was funny, but he was wondering if I seemed like I was in a bad mood because I kept – and what it was is – uh, some of the audience, when I'm at the Comedy Cabaret, some of them are there to see you. And then other times they have people that are just coming to see a show. And, and the, the more you – anyway, the point was that I feel like some of those people were a little chatty. So I think what you might have noticed, Mark, is that I was stopping and then I would address them in the audience because I, when, when people are in the audience on their phones, I never address them by really making fun of them. I Well, I end up – yes, they feel like they're being made fun of, but I just call it for what it is. I'm like, hey, why would you do that? I wouldn't do that to you if you were talking to me after a show, like when you look into the crowd. and So I was doing a lot of that to try to – I felt there were a lot of chatty people in the audience. And, you know, with the chatty people in the audience, seriously, what, what I, the reason I really pay attention to that, it's not always for me. Uh, sometimes it is. A lot of times people come up to me after a show and they're like, oh, the pe- I was in the back of the room. The people next to us wouldn't shut up. And I didn't even know it. I was like, oh, I thought they were a great crowd. So I'm aware that that sucks when you get caught next to people. Uh, there's James. Uh, there's James. We should probably oh, – let me address it. You see him, but we'll uh, – you know what? We'll, ad- we'll, we'll take a break right here. Okay. <laughs> and we'll, we're, oh, don't, you don't have to cut it out, though. Here's what's happening. I want to address Mark. I want to address everything he said, but I also want to go let James in. So we'll take a break, but we're going to talk about it as soon as we come back. I can't get enough of Todd Glass. Me neither. I can't get enough of Todd Glass. And I try, and I try, and I try, oh, I try. I can't get enough, enough of Todd Glass. When I... Yeah, what do you got? What do you have? Oh, my God. Sarah, do you want a drink? There's beer. There's water. Okay. You sure? Don't be shy. How about a beer? A beer? How about it? Oh, Jesus. We got three left. No, I'm just kidding. I'll take them. You want Heineken or... or, uh, or, or, or yeah. Oh, my God. That's <laughs> oh, I don't want anyone to notice. No, everything's fine. Get away. Todd, what's happening? It's fine. Is everything okay? No, everything's fine. It's Get away. Go sit down. Go talk to James. Go talk to James. Go talk to James. I don't want him to think it's an unprofessional show. Carson show. <laughs> that's that's so Carson of you. <laughs> I recorded all of them. A guy who doesn't know. <laughs> yeah. Good. That was all just recorded. recorded? Yeah, what about a guy who doesn't know the proper title of the television show? It's just like, in the Carson show. Or like, <laughs> the old Carson. Wait, that was all recorded from the time we let him in? Yeah. Do we leave all that on? Bonus. Bonus. Let's make him pay for it. Bonus footage. <laughs> all right, so back. That's all just there. We played a little bit of the jingle. Then I let James in. We talked. Over James. this open flame. Uh, James, yes. yes. Uh, okay, so uh, 
Now, James, I want to get a sense. Well, so, um, well, we'll, we'll probably uh, everything's good. You like talking about everything, right? Serious or silly or funny? You don't. There's care? two topics that are off limits completely. What? I am. Uh, don't talk about my sexuality. That's okay. I am totally in the closet. Okay. And I am. <laughs> I am openly in the closet. Do you? Want- <laughs> and- <laughs> And the second thing that we, we cannot talk about whatsoever is the weather. <laughs> oh, really? Because I came on the show. I know. I like it. You know, we're here in the Lamborghini dealership. I like to think of it as the Todd Class show. Ooh. I like that. Todd Class. Get a sound bite on that, Chris. <laughs> I can't get enough of Todd Class. Oh, this is embarrassing. That's a, you know what? People think I'm joking. I tell him not to play that. It's just cheesy. Uh, maybe we should. We have to have a safe word, like when I really don't want you to play it. Okay. So anyway, Mark from Philly. Let me just address this really quick. And sure. then So that that was it. I think I, if I answered your question right, as far as when you say, it's so funny. Here's a guy that emailed. I figured out who this was. I remembered this tweet. I said I was working at PJ Ryan's in Philly, which I love PJ Ryan's. They set it up the way I want. And then the comedy cabaret, and he tweeted, aren't there any good clubs in Philadelphia? I'm like, oh, this guy's insulting me. But he's, he, on his email, he seemed like a very nice guy. And as far as starting comedy in Philadelphia, um, you know what? I know this sounds like an easy answer, but if you really want to do stand-up, you, you just do it. You just Wherever you're at, you can go. I think if you're starting, you don't want to move to New York. You already live in Philly. Find out the scene in Philly. I'll make this another 20 seconds. You go down to an open mic night. You'll meet other open mic nighters, and then they will help you, and it'll, it'll all take its course. I know I gave you a short answer on that, Mark, but uh, I appreciated your email. I disagree. I disagree, Mark. You, I, know, I know Todd Glass is a veteran of the business. No, but no, here's do my, you disagree, really? Yeah, here's my take. Okay. I say that you should live in Philadelphia and commute to New York to do sets. Maybe you take, <laughs> take the bus in, take the train in. Every Just day? But never, never perform in your hometown. Oh, why is that? <laughs> you don't want anybody knowing you. You know what? That's a good point. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back right after this. (laughs) That's the worst advice possible. Chris Hardwick wants us to play a lot of music now. This is what I have to do. Oh, to break it up? He just... It's fucking bullshit. I'm going to lay right down here. Are you talking over it? No, we're, our mics are off. Oh. They're off. They're off. No, Chris Hardwick wants me to play music now. You know what? So. He's, this is the truth. So he, he's, had a, he's, he's really had a lot of bad ideas. I started a podcast. I mean, so it was I his idea to put this stupid candle on the table, right? No, that was my idea. Oh, okay. Sorry. But That's I mean, oh, then it's a great. I'm idea. being totally serious. But I know Chris made you do it. No, he wants me. He goes, he goes, do like shows. You play some music. I go, but I didn't start a podcast. I wanted to just, you know what I mean? Like when you have honest conversation. And so now I got to play fucking this shit. This fucking crap. Music is lies. Comedy is truth. Thank you. Oh, I said something. I said something deliberately absurd, and Todd's like, "Exactly, that's what I've always said." Yeah. Oh, that's the funniest part. I think that's funny too. Oh, exactly. <laughs> you know, I wish old people would die at fifty. That's what I said. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> thank you. Oh, we're going back on the air right now. There we go. That fucking bullshit music. Fuck Chris Hardwick. <laughs> hey everybody, we're back, and uh, I still get. Well, here's how much I break. I hate to say I break every wall, but I, in a way, I commit to bits like a motherfucker, but then I think it's fun to stop them and self-reference them all the time. That's how I enjoy doing it before I did comedy. That's what my, me and my friends did in high school. We're doing a bit, and then you stop it, and then you refigure it out, and um, I still go up to Chris and go, Chris, you're sure, like, I, the whole audience knows that you're not, you never come up to me and give me a hard time. Are you, are you worried there'd be one person? He goes, Todd, you can do it as much as you want. 
So anyway, back to the bit. Fucking I'm glad Chris, you got away with that. Chris Hardwick. Oh. Hey, play more music last night at the UCB. I, I listened to your podcast. Did you mention Audible? I go, yes. He goes, we'll mention it more. What is, what is Audible? Are they sponsoring your show? Yes. You ungrateful fuck. It Why? Took, it took Chris Hardwick to get you to do that? You should be on your knees thanking Audible. <laughs> is it audible.com? Yes. Audible.com. Todd Glass should be on his knees You're right. thanking audible.com for what they've done for this show. <laughs> you see this giant velvet poster of him back there? Shh. No one talks about that. <laughs> <laughs> he has a right, giant James. poster of himself on. James, there's a reason like for a it. Like a dictator from <laughs> Central America. <laughs> Like, uh, I want on. you to have a balcony that you come out on. <laughs> like, people, people. Can I tell you something about it? Oh, hold on. Right, let me, let me right just, here in the front of the Ferrari. I'm, I'm trying to stay organized here. <laughs> let me tell you something about a balcony, and I know that total picture you're thinking of. We had a thing at our house a few years ago, a pumping car. A pump, this goes back to the balcony. A, punk, a pumpkin carving contest. And um, the, one, the winner got to be uh, uh, pumpkin, you know, Mr. or Mrs. Pumpkin USA. So this one girl, her pumpkin was really unbelievable. By the way, I should tell you, we found out she traced it. We didn't know because everybody went to different corners to do their pumpkins. So it's like we didn't know later. They went, yeah, she traced it. And we're like, I'm like, well, that's still as, 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 uh, no. as, as soon as the pumpkin security found out about it. They, Thank you. They punished her. By the way, this is all true. They put the pumpkin on her face and made her wear it. <laughs> <laughs> Dumb fucking pumpkin faced bitch. So, uh, so anyway, she won. And then. There's, we have a balcony that we, I have a duplex. So upstairs, she went up the stairs to the balcony and she made a speech. It was my friend's girlfriend. So she made a speech like what it's like to be Mrs. Pumpkin USA and how much she. <laughs> and at one point I went, I swear to God, she's foreign. So I thought maybe that sometimes the humor can get lost in the language barrier. Right. And I thought I turned to someone. I wasn't mocking her. I felt horrible. I went, oh, my God, she really is taking this seriously. Like she's oh, I felt horrible. I don't want to mock somebody. I thought, and then I realized, nope, she fucking got it, and I loved her. It was my friend's girlfriend. You, that's the proof she has a good sense of humor. She just took it so seriously. Like She goes, I just want to thank everyone. She was on top of the balcony. So it was a joke. Waving to everybody. Well, she, yeah, it was a joke, obviously, but she knew it was a joke. Now, was this an inspiration to your comedy, this pumpkin lady <laughs> on the balcony? You said she this committed was, to the bit. This was two years ago. <laughs> you think that's when I started my comedy? All right, hold on. Let me just go through some stuff, okay? Let, let me just go through. Uh, Blake, by the way, left a message, and I probably... Probably shouldn't play it without his permission. A lot of times on the show, we'll say, like, uh, on my old show, I used to go, pussy. For some reason, it's funny. And uh, so we always joke. And Blake left this message on the machine over the weekend. He was Todd uh, Glass, it's Blake Wexler. I'm driving through the uh, beautiful Oregon countryside. Uh, give me a call back. I think I, I, uh, I have a lot of questions for you. Uh, what is a pussy, by the way? <laughs> I've been playing along for too long. I don't know what one is. Please give me a call back. I'll talk to you. That made me laugh so hard. Like I've been every week, a pussy again. Then he's finally, what is? What is it? It's like no. And I'm the guy who doesn't know either. So watch this. Oh no! It's like when a girl's breath is bad. That's that's what a that's what a pussy. Yeah, pussy breath. Pussy breath. Oh, 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 you didn't know that? Oh no, my God, no. that's adorable! Is it really? I feel so embarrassed. No, that's that's uh, that's that's just that's just that's it's 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 you're young. You don't know. It's yeah. It's when a girl's breath is bad. Meanwhile, all the listeners, thought, uh, he's not right either, and James is backing him. <laughs> Wait, okay. James, what is a pussy? What do you think a pussy is? I think a pussy is what happens when a man really loves his car. <laughs> 
No, a pussy's you know, like when a, a guy doesn't listen to his. Here's three. No one knows what a pussy is, right? Here's another guy taps in. No, 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 no. A pussy is like when a guy, when his girlfriend goes, "Can you run out to the grocery store?" And the guy goes, "Sure, honey, no problem." That's a pussy. <laughs> that's that's what that series of events is called. Thank you. All right, so I got that out of the way. <laughs> Everything I have to get out of the way, and then just do me a favor. Be patient. It will rip through this real quick, and then it'll be all us. Okay. <laughs> Come on. You have to laugh at everything I say. I'm trying to be nice to you. You're a guest here. Uh, I'm, I treat my guests with respect. <laughs> it, 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 you are, you're a madman sitting behind a candle with post-it notes you all around you. Is that, is that bad? You, you're not one to mock atmosphere, are you? <laughs> are you serious? Like, this is, no, because there's, there's two types of people that come in. I love I love this. I love this. Okay. I love this. I love this like this layer that you've set for yourself. I... Like your villain your villain's layer. <laughs> All I need is some echo in my mic. Get <laughs> 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 it Todd Glass Enterprises. <laughs> All right, so here's the last one. I felt a little bad. I said this a million times. The UCB audiences I, I, I always think they're great. I really do. I think they're giving, they're nurturing. Last night, I'm not going to be so modest where I'm bullshitting. I thought there were some great things that I, I did, had some great moments, but I like more organization, and I think they deserve a little bit more of it. And I thought last night I was a little too, I was a little too all over the place, probably because I had smoked, and sometimes it works great, and sometimes it doesn't. So I, I sort of, I apologize. Sword. I apologize. Nice, thank you. Know, you. And there were great funny moments I'm not, I know that there were, but there were also some rambling moments. And you know what? I don't mind if you genuinely do everything you can to have a great set, and then you stumble upon some things. That happens, and they're patient with it. But I could have prevented that. That's the difference. I got a question. Yes. And when you're apologizing for your set, does your apology encompass the bits that you had me do within your set? <laughs> no. Because I'm very proud of them. No, James. You, last night, first of all, no, I, I love James. You, I, first of all, he, we did this character where... Um, I, I said be, somehow it started where you were uh, Jerry Pep, Jerry Pepitone. Uh, no, Freddie Pepitone. Freddie Pepitone. And he, I've done this with Ed, I've done this with Eddie too. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, and it's Eddie's brother. It's no, Eddie. Freddie Pepitone, not for real. The character that oh, James God did. Damn it, yeah. So I'm doing my set, and you walked in, yeah. and first do what you did, like talk a little off mic, so it seems like what the audience, so what we heard. So just be you first, and I want to show them. I gave him a direction while he was doing a character a certain way, and without missing a fucking beat, you went the direction. I wanted you to go. So go ahead. Do the first guy. So I'm doing my act, and all of a sudden, who, who are you over there? I'm Freddie Pepitone. You're... I'm Eddie Pepitone's half-brother. Oh, my God. So uh, what, what, what brings you here? I don't even... I, I came even... down here because oh. my wife has cancer in her tit, and we <laughs> wanted something to laugh about, and you are not delivering the comedy that these people deserve. You oh. are not doing the comedy these people deserve. Oh, well, I'm sorry. Oh, and then I go, for some reason, I love Eddie so much, I would love his brother. I went, no, 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 I want his brother to like me. Like, all, really like me. Boom. You people are not liking him enough. What he is giving you, you should be appreciating this. And then I said, do not stop. And I prefaced, says, I went, what you said was do it until you puke. I said, do it till I puke, which meant like I kept telling him, no, no, like I was being like, if it really happened. And I, w I said, I said, James, go through the audience. You're his brother. You love me so much, but you don't realize you're also hurting my show. So he was going, do what you did again and I'll do what I was doing, but do it away from the mic so they hear what it sounded like, like right there. Anyway, but let me do this next thing. You know, I was watching. That the was gold. What he just did there was All right. Magical. All right. Thank you very much. It was I... an element of theater that you right. people don't appreciate. 
All right. I, let me, hey, it's, let me tell you something. You're making my head swell, but I, you still, at the same time, you got to stop yelling out. He's so, tired of this because he's a professional. Anyways. I was realized when I was growing up that I used to always be obsessed with. Uh, do people know what I'm talking He's about? Opening up to you people. <laughs> right. So then I go. I wanted you to just do it through the whole crowd. I wanted you to do that for three minutes. Oh. And I was. Oh, you made. Uh, let me tell you something. Nothing feels better than to laugh like to where someone makes you. I had to sit on the end of the stage at one point. And then the other bit oh, that was, was that was Glenny. Glenny is a character we made up that <laughs> when we were in Atlanta, what's, yeah. the, what's that late place called? The, the Relapse. The Relapse, relapse Theater. I, uh, God, it seems like every one of my stories uh, has to do with me getting high. Um, <laughs> so I had smoked a little bit of pot, and somehow we made up this character that Glenny is the owner's son. And when you, he, he'd be the worst person you would want around you if you just smoked because, you know, you're in right. a state of, you know, like harmony and like you're high and just, you know. So Glenny we made up. So Glenny <laughs> is like this. And I don't know if we can. <laughs> hey, Glenny, how are you? <laughs> and he pulls out a knife. He pulls out a knife with a retractable, <laughs> a retractable knife, like a you know, a plastic plate. one, which, which he thinks that's comedy. So, like, he gets it a little. Glenny! Yeah. Hey, Glenny. And then he came out during my set last night, and I went, that's when I said, I want you to do this until I can't breathe. And at one point, you must have gotten in my high head. Right. Because you're doing, Glenny, you lift your hands over your head. Like a monster. Like a monster. And do what you did. Your hands go over your head. I'm Glenny. I'm Glenny. And he's trying to sell you on it. Oh, yeah. Glenny. And, and then you go, hey, you do funny. And then you grab my ass. You're like, hey, I'm Glenny. Hey, get it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it was so much fun. So anyway, uh, 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 you did great. I apologize for uh, for the I, – I was genuine what I just said. I so there we go. Apology. Thank you. Oh, oh, you wanted – I thought it was – I thought you enjoyed it. Oh, I thought you were apologizing. No, I'm just kidding. I don't want to be one of those what performers. If I, what if – what if I was like? What if I was like? I accept on behalf of the audience. I accept your apology. <laughs> but I get, I get. How much of that did you? Did you need an apology? Do I know? How honest will you be with me right now? Be honest, right? Totally honest. What I just said All about apologizing. Don't bullshit me. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. You know those people. <laughs> Shut listen, up. Listen, listen, pal. I'm a bullshit artist. You can't come in here and bullshit me, pal. <laughs> <laughs> like a guy, he's like, I'm literally a bullshit artist. I make, li- I make little pieces out of bullshit that I collect. <laughs> Why would you say that to someone? I'm a bullshit artist. Like, don't bullshit a bullshitter. Like All they're right. bragging. Yeah, right. it's like a yeah. contest. Where it's like, I'm more of a bullshitter than you are. A bullshit off. You yeah, should bullshit. Go me. fuck yourself. <laughs> I'm you shouldn't a- trust me. Now tell me the truth. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know if I follow that, but I bet it was funny. It was great. Uh, well, Blake left, and he knows good comedy, and you're Thank sucking you. down the beers like a guy that doesn't want to be honest with himself. Jeez. <laughs> Jesus. All right. He's found a, he found something to get into me. And I, by the way, I've decided this week, I had a big poster over there, and it said log topics of every show because I'm petrified. You I, had a poster to, like, as a, as a, just a reminder Katie, of something to do? It was Katie. beautiful. It was for Katie. Like a big wall poster? No, no, no. Oh. A piece of paper laminated. <laughs> I, thought you, I thought you meant like a giant poster that like said the log the shows. Like the picture behind me? <laughs> yeah, but like a huge thing on the wall. No. Just a little reminder. You could have just sent an email. You didn't have to make a poster. You know what I should do? Make sure you wrap up and lock up after every show. <laughs> a big like poster. A poster. I think we're going to put Chris's picture up there. Ooh. I think he would like that, and he deserves it. Chris, would you like that? No. You wouldn't? Wait, my picture on the wall? Yeah, big. 
You know what? We're going to do that. Oh, I thought, I thought you were asking Chris Hardwick. Like, the, like, oh, no. Because like, if he monitors this and listens oh, yes. to a remote location. Oh, he listens to everyone. Oh, don't even remind me. All right, we're going to take a break. <laughs> oh, we're going to. No, no, we're not going to take a break yet. Um, so anyway, um, what does that say? I, oh, so I was so because I was so worried I repeat stuff. Someone told me today, that's someone being Katie. I like because she made me feel better. I make it like she's right. For all I know, Katie's so wrong. But she goes, oh, don't worry about logging the show. Sometimes you repeat stuff. It's okay. Guess how gracious I was to her. I go, thank you. You're right. Like, that means I don't have to do anything. I, I, look, I, I guess if, if, I, if, I, if I'm in a room and I go, did I talk about this? And Katie doesn't know and Chris doesn't know and you don't know. I guess the listeners are, you know. Split down the middle either. He's, I don't know what a, I just said. They he's love a, it. He's a great boss. If he doesn't have to do the work, he's very happy. <laughs> so they know that. So they just go. Ev- meanwhile, everyone else logs topics, but Katie goes, knows what I want to hear. Oh, no. Just ramble on about shit you talk about uh, every week. People love it. That's how you get to number one. <laughs> meanwhile, she's packaging it up and chopping it up, making it make sense to people. Oh, yeah. I don't know how much <laughs> work no goes idea. into it. <laughs> okay. Gary Rollin uh, left a very funny Rollin. voice. Gary Rollin. I keep saying he, his he name wrong. Us, like, Gary Rollin. Gary Rollin. He's the guy who sang Tom Jones. He left us a funny message in over an R, and we sort of glitched it up a little bit. It was very funny, and I want to say his name right because he sent us he, the Tom Jones guy who sang Tom Jones. Do you have that on there, uh, Chris? The songs, yeah, the songs. No, the song when he sang it last yeah. week. Play that. This is this is a guy. I I, I like the guy because he 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 was very funny in his email to us. His What's name his is name? Gary Roland. Gary Roland. Yeah, and he uh, he we said. If you want to come in, I like I want people to come in and do music too. Like if someone will do a kick-ass Tom Jones song, like he already does it good, so you got to be able to really fucking. So this guy wasn't kidding. Although I respect him because when he heard me make fun, I affectionately made fun of him last week. But this is this guy isn't kidding. This is him saying he goes. I, I think I could do Tom Jones. And now in his in his voice memo he left us. He said, you know, I haven't really done that in a while since I was like twenty three when I was at college and I was at bars. You know, I'd go up and people loved it. Now I'm 43. Maybe, you know, maybe I shouldn't be. uh, Maybe I'm not that good. I thought good for him. He realized it. But he seemed like a nice guy. Here's him. This is what he sends us to go. Yeah, let me do a version in here. Go ahead. This is the best part of it. This is no joke. Is he doing the synthesizer? No. If he was, I'd bring him in. Love is like candy on a show. No, it's Dracula. You oh, want to help yourself. It's also recorded in a, a phone booth. There for you. Well, he does Take live in a phone booth. Okay, fade that That's out. What I want he does live do. in a phone booth. <laughs> Alright, so we got that. We are two pieces of paper away. I've never this heard the exciting. original Tom Jones, so I can't criticize him. I, it might be... <laughs> it might, <laughs> It might be a perfect recreation of what Tom Jones. You think that? You think? Let's play it again. No, no, no. Can't tell the difference. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I was going to open the show today by saying it's all over. By the way, this is the Hawaiian Vacation Station. Another Chris Hardwick thing. Uh, Call us in the third (laughs) caller. We're the Hawaiian Vacation Station. The Hawaiian Vacation Station here on the Todd Glass Show on the Nerdist Podcast Network. You're listening to the Hawaiian Vacation Station. Oh, that's that's right, motherfucker. I gotta, why, why is it evil? Does the devil want people to go to Hawaii? This show's brought to you by Nerdist. Hello? 
Chris Hardwick. You have. I have a lot of things. You, you have. You have like your fake voices. Man, yes, like it's right console here. right there. But did you like? I love putting a fake voice on and be like, "Oh, what do I do now? <laughs> oh, what do I do with this voice? Hello, is there anything I can do with this sound effect? This is Todd Glass. Is there anything I can do with this sound effect? I made Katie buy it. She had to walk up and down Sunset for three hours. Can I do anything with it? <laughs> What is that sound? Is there anything I can do with this? Oh, jeez. Is there anything I can do with this sound effect? Yeah. Is this annoying to people? Is this annoying? Is there anything I can do? All righty. This is the president of the United States of a free country. That's all I got. That was that was what if Ted Kennedy had actually been elected in the eighties. Can you put echo in his voice? Could you do it? Yeah. If Ted Kennedy had been elected in the eighties, what would the announcements been like? Or the uh, the speeches. We have hereby surrendered to the Soviets. <laughs> that was a horrible crack. Uh, yeah. I apologize for uh, driving the presidential limo into the Potomac River. <laughs> oh, he took it out on his own. He just, every time, every five years, he just drives into a body of water. You know, you've heard that whole story. <laughs> I want to apologize to the Prime Minister of Japan for uh, driving him into the Sea of Japan. <laughs> You're listening to the Todd Glass Show, brought to you by Nerdist. <laughs> Suck that in your fucking ass. Uh, those, j- those pre... Chris sends me those jingles. Chris Hardwick. He that was Chris them. Hardwick? No, he makes the jingles. He has somebody make them. I don't know. Anyway. Uh, so, anyway, when I went to Martha's Vineyard... Uh, where you know the car drove off. Fancy. <laughs> That's what I. My whole whole time down there, all I was like, Do they like, have a nice bouquet of flowers there or something? Wh- where the uh, what's it called? Where, where Chappaquiddick. Chappaquiddick. I went there about two years ago, and I remember <laughs> I saw the, the 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 road where you go down, mm-hmm. and it's funny because growing up, you've heard that your whole life that he went off and what happened, and you're not sure what's true and what's not. But when you see it, I swear to God, here's what I said. It's one of my moments where I say something. I'm not overthinking it. I have a few of these in my uh, in my. Um, uh, arsenal of yeah, arsenal. things I've said like uh, is Fannie Mae the candy company the same people who in the bank you know <laughs> as it came out of my mouth my friends hard look on their faces are like Todd you really think that <laughs> so I said I just came out of my mouth it was just pure you know I I, saw, I never really meant anything to me I heard he did that I didn't meant but then when I saw it and I thought of the magnitude of doing that if it's true so I went oh my god that was like fucking awful <laughs> <laughs> You suddenly realize. I suddenly because you see it and you see what happened and you see someone just scared. That's if it's if it's not true. Obviously, all my sympathy goes to him. If it's if it's not, I don't know how. Tr- what do they say? He he admits it happened, right? But he doesn't admit. Oh yeah, me. yeah, yeah. But why? What would what, I know? This is. Can you believe we're talking about this? Well, I don't know. I shouldn't be embarrassed. The hard questions about Chappaquiddick <laughs> in 2011. We're getting to the issues of of 1969. <laughs> okay, there might be one other person out there that goes, you know what? I don't. I've heard the story a million times, but what what does he admit to? Okay, well, yeah, it's he, he, he opened that it was a tragedy and that like uh, he lost control of the car, went into the water, and the girl died, and right. he swam to safety. And then why didn't he call an ambulance? Uh, what I does think, he say? I don't know. I think he. I I think he. I, I don't know the full. I don't know his side of the story. I think. He, I think. He, I think he was like dazed or something and went back to try to get help or. Uh, you do know, you think? Or something? And I don't mean to make light of this, 
But do, do you think oh, no. it would be? I'd have a picture worth a lot of money if I had a picture somehow in the in the way it was taken. The date was at the bottom. A picture of him laying on the sofa eating Cheetos, drinking a beer. Two minutes after that happened, you know how when you get home drunk, what you really want to do? What He's if he was still that, wet? That's self fulfilled. That he didn't want to. You know, no. that's self indulgent where he didn't want to ruin the family name. So he's like, she'll die eventually. Or it's, yeah, just, it's like it's not. It's not like you. You can see how he got there because like he, you're, you're, mud, you're, mud you're walking tracks. home like I gotta do something about this. You get home, mud tracks. You get inside, and you're like bathroom, and it's just like <laughs> pissing for two and a half minutes. <laughs> and then you come out and you forget. You just forget because you're fucked up. So you come out of the bathroom, and then it's like. Oh, fuck. I gotta get an aspirin or something. And then he goes, lays on the sofa. Yeah, take your All shoes right. off. All right. I think it's possible, too. It's possible that since there was, uh, you know, a CIA vendetta against his family, that it could have been, it could have been something that, that happened to him. Well, the, guess what? Same guys. I hope. The, you like all my post-its? It's pretty. Hey, you met your manager last night. Was that your manager or your agent? What? Jenny, which one? Jenny Church Cooper? Oh, a guy? Yeah. He said he represents you. I don't have any guys representing you me at all. You swear to God? I have a team of, team of 12 women. Okay, I met... <laughs> <laughs> 12, 12 women. No, I met... A, then it was somebody. I thought he said you. It was probably... Was, yeah, I, yeah, some of my agents were there, too. Maybe it was an agent. Yeah. Was there a guy agent there? There were three of them. Okay, I met my, him. He was the nice. entire James Adomian team was in oh, town. Jesus. The Maybe old, it was Logan. They all come out to see you. They, oh, I'm here visiting. Hey, did they say anything about me? <laughs> <laughs> they said, yeah. You know what they said? What if you said... Yeah, they said he hopes he apologizes tomorrow. <laughs> I go, well, I did, so they're probably proud of me. Todd Glass. They, you know what, Todd? They said that you're a showbiz legend. I, <laughs> <laughs> what, what was the word we said I should describe you as I came out after you? A word you don't hear that often. He's, they say, oh, he's a sensation. A, he's a sensation. <laughs> it's, only used, it's only used for showbiz. Yeah. That guy's a sensation. Yeah, I tell you, he's a phenomenal sensation. Yeah, this, that reminds me of the voice of this scene, which never happens in real life. Like, you know, it's like, hold on. Joey, Mark, uh, I can never think of a good name. What's, what's the entertainer's name that is, didn't show up tonight, so he's going to fill in for him? Give me a good showbiz name. Oh, he's uh, in the show in the cabaret every night. He's in the main stage. Max Tophat. Max Tophat. <laughs> Mike, listen, Max Tophat, I'm in the kitchen right now. I'm in the back of this place. I'm in the kitchen. Do we have any kitchen uh, sound effects? Uh, Maybe we have some. I'd say we can. We make the bit good. Uh, cook, cook, skittle, skittle, uh, cook, nah, cook. That sounds bad. Is that your? What is, is that you think? That, uh, well, I'm a cook. Nah, that, that sounds phony. <laughs> what restaurant? No, no. Oh God, no. Walla 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 walla. Okay, it's all right. We'll do tinkle tinkle sounds. Okay, little bit. Okay, crank that up as loud as you can get it. Johnny Top Hat, come here, Blake. Johnny Top Hat didn't show up tonight. I want you to take that apron off. You're working the main room, kid. <laughs> <laughs> and what would really happen? He would just be, he would, he would be like, eh, 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 the specials are. Oh, he doesn't know what to do. Soup. Oh, he's not even a performer. <laughs> he has no training That's whatsoever. That's how dumb the owner is. He goes, well, I, everyone in the scene thinks, oh, he's probably a performer and he wants to sing. No, you just go up and do something, you fucking unappreciative, stupid piece of shit. And then he blames the kid. You're a, you're a failure. You'll but never I, make it in show business. I never did anything before. I just work in the kitchen. I didn't know what to do. <laughs> but that inspires him to go be a show business guy. Thank you. And we'll take a break. We'll be right back right after this. <laughs> When I was a little boy, I had a rag doll. More music I gotta play. Boy, does this blow. It, it halts all momentum. 
All right. That's a good, I like that song. You know, people like to hear fun songs in the middle of a podcast. Maybe 25 seconds is good enough. <laughs> hey, what do you, what's your theory on this? Now, I'm going to talk about something right now. Do we clear up everything? So far, we've closed every... We're on the same page. Chappaquiddick was a tragedy, and show business is not for amateurs. <laughs> Moving on to topic three on the Todd Glass program here on the Nerdist Network. I like having you here. You run a tight ship like that. We need that. <laughs> hey, um... <laughs> Traffic on the hour and when it breaks. <laughs> I wanted to come in here one morning and do... Just like, do a fake morning show. But for real, like, we'll do it in real time. Like, we'll, we'll get stuff off the feed, the traffic. What would we do? Here was the thing, basically, how I wanted to do it. If someone said, seriously, you'll have a morning show. It'll be on the radio. But I want you to do it. Mo- and the money, let's say it's great. They go, here's what you'll get paid. We want you to do a radio show. It's a morning show, but it'll be exactly your sense of humor. Right. So for people that want a morning show, they do want to get a lot of the little news and the radio and all that, but they want to have it like with someone with a – so come in here and do it. So there should, it be, be? there should be real facts. It's not like you can bullshit the whole thing. You can do a little bit of both, but, yeah, you want to give the weather. You want to give the traffic. You want to do all that. There, besides some of the facts that they lay out, you do what you want. Your sense of humor. You're not edited. It would be like the Tom Likas show. You'd be like, you're listening. <laughs> You'd be like, you're listening to the Todd Glass program. one 800 todd Todd. But why is, does it have to turn – Turn into that? You no, know, it's like it would be. You know what? I, I my favorite title for like a morning zoo show, I, I would be like Butter and the Dumb Guy. Like, <laughs> one, of, one, of the, one of the guys named Butter. <laughs> and Butter the, and the Dumb Guy. Hold on, I think I have something for that. Is that Tom? What's this? Hello, you're listening to Butter and the Dumb Guy. You're listening to. Hold on, you're listening. You're listening. You're listening. Ooh, oh, you like that one? You're listening, you're listening to, to Butter and the Butter Dumb and Guy. Oh, Nerdist FM. <laughs> what if a guy says Nerdist FM? <laughs> what uh, if a guy says that it's on FM and immediately you're like, "This is not broadcast radio." <laughs> Get out! And you, there, you can't, you people can't see it, but there is a, there's a, this is a second story. And there's a glass window into a car dealership. What, what if you just threw somebody out the window? <laughs> I get that he upset. Got angry and threw over. Nobody talks to me like that. And then he's dead, just dead, neck broken <laughs> down there. And you're like, you see that? That's what happens when you cross Todd Glass. <laughs> I shatter glass to keep my name intact. <laughs> you are a breath of fresh air. Why? We'll take Thank, a break. Like, <laughs> this is what I got. No, no, we're not taking a break. We'll take a break. We'll fuck on the table. We'll be back in five. People. <laughs> People are people are have been very nice and in, in the I by the way people have gone on and left a lot of the nice uh, reviews on iTunes. I feel like I asked people and I feel like they went out of their way to do it. We'll read some of them next week. You know what happens when I say that. But you know what? I Oh, oh no. These cops lay off of it already. Lay these off. are decent people trying to make a little Oh, it's a fire department. They're heroes. <laughs> They're nice people. They're heroes. <laughs> um but uh, I, uh, people were very kind, and I always think you're afraid to say how much you appreciate. I try to concentrate on the positive ones. I've been trying to do that. So people went out of their way to leave a lot of nice ones, and they do. You read them, and when they really get specific of what they like, it. I read them. I read every single um, iTunes. What is it called? The, the comments. The comments. Review. Because, uh, Review. Mostly because I know it's safe. Nobody's written anything horribly mean yet. So once that happens, then I'll have them looked at, and then I'll take them. But I've been looking at them, and they write nice things. So as thank soon you. as as soon as a negative comment comes Boom. in, you're like, I don't do this anymore. Well, then I have someone sift through them. <laughs> <laughs>
Is that wrong? <laughs> At least I, I admit it. That, must, <laughs> that sounds like the way Michael Bloomberg does business or something. Like, <laughs> I'm a very powerful man. I don't have time for negative comments. <laughs> well, I don't need just mean comments. I don't need anybody steering me in another direction. Yes, constructive criticism. <laughs> I want constructive criticism, which means we love the show. You're brilliant, but... Don't change anything. But you're, <laughs> that's constructive. <laughs> That's what it filters down to. Okay, here's a this is, hopefully this will lead to something we've all dealt with. I, I, I it has to do with a personal thing, but you might you, I want to know your stance on it. And I, I might feel I might afterwards think, oh, I shouldn't have done it on the air. But I think if Matthew's doing this and he's not embarrassed of his behavior, which he might not be, there might I might tell the story about Matthew Meyer, and everyone out there might go, that's not that big of a deal. Uh, but I called Matthew Meyer two days ago. Now, when he used to work at Apple, Matthew Meyer works at Nerdist, and he also. Uh, um, you know Matthew Meyer, yeah, yeah, of yeah. course, yeah, of course. And he's I really, a great kid. He, he's a sensation. He really is. Like I really get. I like Matthew. He makes me laugh. He's fun to hang out with. So when he used to work over at the Apple Store, I always thought because I was always calling him for Apple related stuff or other stuff, I, I sort of understood if he didn't call me back. I thought, I wonder if he just thinks it's because it's all Apple. How many people are doing that? And I, even though I went out of my way to invite him to things that had nothing to do with you, you know needing him, and always tried to say that no, I'm a true friend. I, I sort of understood it, but now he doesn't work there. I called him the other day to invite him on the show. Right? I said, hey, you know, real casual thing. Two days later, honest answer, two days later. Now, here's what goes into this. I think of other people that I call in my family. I have friends who are not even in show business, but I know they're busy. A friend of mine works for, you know, a big company, and I I know what he's dealt with. But they get back to me. People in the business, they get back to me. So when someone doesn't get back to you for two days, honestly, no, no, don't, uh, for, for what it's worth, not the funny answer, but how you would really feel. Do you ever, two days go by and you're like, what the fuck? Like, I'm inviting him on the What pod. I'm thinking is when two days, two days go by, I think, I should call that guy back in two days. So, call, so just, it's not I'm, a... I'm the bad guy. You're bad at returning? Yes, yes. Really? Because I have... I get exhausted, and then I'm just like, I'm done. No more calls. Now, does that mean you're... Is that okay, or do you think... No, I'm horrible. My career is nothing. (laughs) (laughs) No, do you do it? How about... Let me ask you this, because here's what I think. has punished me for every choice I've ever made. (laughs) Here's what I think. (laughs) (laughs) I'm suffering because of everything I did right and everything I did wrong. (laughs) Listen to this. No bullshit answer. I have to keep reminding you of this. Let's say it's somebody from HBO that calls you. Now, I'm not saying I'm HBO, but let's say it's... Uh, you know, let's say it's somebody in the business. Do you, do, do those yeah. calls do you return? Jack, oh, Jack Scahill over at Development and HBO. That's a call, good name, right? Do you call him back? Do I call him back? If it's a business, if you think it could lead to some work, instantly. I in, in fact, I pick up the call. Wow. Oh, you do, you, but you don't know who it is. Insta- well, my point it. is that, like, I don't no, know. I, I just, mean, I just think, geez, I want the guy to do the podcast. And even if I was just calling him as a friend, that I might understand. But for some reason, because it was to do the podcast, I thought. You know, that, that's sort of, you think, that means that that's where I am on his import. He's looking at his list of calls. Either he has a, either he has a, let me put it this way. Either he has a problem returning calls as they should be returned, or he's that busy where he looked at his list of calls and he went, yeah, I can't, I can't return. No bullshit. No bullshit. Right. He went, you know what? I It's like if you call the president, let me get this thought out because I know I get a little sideways here. It's like I get it if I call someone over at like, let's say you're calling someone that's just uh, the president of HBO, for lack of a better way. They get back to you three days later. Very important person. I sort of get it. I get it. I'm not stupid. Three, they work at HBO. You call them three days later. That's that's like, that's good. That's like fucking awesome. So is Matthew that busy? I know people are relating that are listening because this happens to other people. Is he that busy where three days later or he's, he's. 
it's like, shit, I see I got to call Todd back or what? I think there's a third option that could be that he was just in mourning for Steve Jobs. Oh. If you did this right at the time. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Maybe they were, and maybe even, maybe he knew Steve Jobs and it was a personal tragedy for him. Or maybe the Apple Corporation like forced everyone into like. You know what? I'm going to edit this whole thing out. <laughs> Here's. For, they, seriously, answer your question. Yes. Sometimes I won't uh, call people. Does that people. mean the bit's good? Does that mean the bit's working? Oh, it means it's great. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got a winner. <laughs> Everything's good. So, so I get terrible anxiety when I have to call people back for some reason because mm-hmm. it's just whenever I have a responsibility, I get very anxious about it. So I've loaded up my voicemails where uh, I'll save them so there's no more room for more voicemails so I don't like call have to listen to voicemails and call people back. Really? I just get very, let me, very let me horrible explain, anxiety. But, but let me explain something. you got to fix that. I do. You're right. I do. Because... Because here's what's going to happen. Like, if you really, if if you're here's, I'm I'm being very, I'm I'm very very, I'm being very honest. You, there is a part of it. No matter who it is, should return calls. But you understand that, like, if somebody, if you said to me, if the president, I'm going to keep saying president of HBO. <laughs> if you said to me, yeah, that might call back right away. I wouldn't go. Aha, I get it. That's that's a different type of call. You have a busy day, but that's the call you you could lead to something. But so my point is, you should always return calls. But I always think like. Is that person returning? Is he is he putting my call like it's not that important? That's God, what happens. I'm I sorry I didn't call you back. No, that you call all about. Well, it's funny because you're really. I always feel like the reason I'm so hard on people that, that don't call back because I think of the majority of my friends in this business that, uh, are pretty good at calling me back. You here's, always call back. Here's why it is: is because we one of us whenever we're on the phone, one of us always has a bad connection for some reason or another. So it's it's always it's always like, can you hear me? Can you hear me? Uh, hey James, talk to us. Can you? Uh, hey James, can you? Hey James, James Adobe, can you hear me? Can you hear me? And then it's like back and forth like that, and it takes like three times before we can do it. I'm gonna be very unprofessional. Put your okay. So that conversation's over about the phone. Who cares, right? I'll edit this whole okay, thing out. Okay, Dad. No one's gonna know anything. Ooh. No one's going to know. And you watch your mouth. (laughs) This entire conversation isn't a shitter. This whole conversation has gone nowhere. Chris and me are in cahoots together. Every time I touch his (laughs) knee, he fucking erases everything. He's had your mic on pause for two hours. Dear God. (laughs) Chris, not Hardwick. Chris, uh, Chris here. Yeah. Hardwick's on my side. Hard burden. You know where those those notes Hard burden, Wick. What? Hold on. Notes you hate, they're coming from me. I'm in with Hardwick. (gasps) Oh, you are? Yeah, you better trimble, fuckface. (laughs) Oh, last night you were talking about in some bit you said that stupid fuck, and then you said, what is she? I forget. You're talking about the woman who. The woman who. Fuckity fuck. Yo, you said, you fuck fuck. Yeah. (laughs) Fuckity. Sometimes when I. Sometimes, one time I tried to take the word fuck out of my act, and I said, you bucket of dumb. I, instead of fuck. <laughs> Ooh, that's nice. I go, you bucket. And it had the boom that it needed. But guess what I figured out the night after that? If I say, you fucking bucket of dumb, it's even better. Jeez. <laughs> you fucking bucket of dumb. Yeah, bring the fuck back and, <laughs> and make the bucket of dumb even better. Fucking bucket of dumb. These are the notes you'd get if comedy was run for comedy's sake. <laughs> bring the fuck back. <laughs> and we'll take a and break. keep the bucket of dumb. We'll take a break. <laughs> no, no, I don't want this. Um... Okay, so we got the phone. I, I like to, you know, I want to. Okay, so Matthew, I understand. It seems like everyone here is saying that um, you're wrong. I my guy doesn't listen to anybody. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, overwhelming yeah. vibe in the room is, hey, probably just got busy. All right, well, apparently, Matthew, you've heard us, and apparently people are appalled at your behavior, and we'll take a break, and we'll be right back. Shame on you, Matthew Myra. <laughs> That's what talk show hosts do. Ooh. This is, shame on you for being a man. Don't. 
This is Chris Hardwick sends me the songs I have to play. You keep saying you've got something for me. This is a fun song, right? This is good. Imagine dancing around your house when no one's around. Oh, I do. On my round bed. Who doesn't? You. You've been a messin'. Well, you shouldn't have been a messin'. All right, so uh, Matthew Myra, there you go. Um... Don't bullshit a bullshitter. That's done. <laughs> I think it, I, that's all. That was on a post. Plowing through the bits. We're going to get through this right. two hours in a 45-minute chunk. Don't bullshit a bullshitter. Hey, I'm the bullshitter. Hey, I'm the bullshitter. I've been lying since before you told okay, your first listen, lie. Listen, you dumb idiot. I'm not even a bullshitter. That's what a bullshitter I am. You fell for it, you stupid idiot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the most honest person you'll ever meet. That's what kind of bullshitter yeah, okay, I there am. there you go. I'm the type of kid you leave with your family. You, you can leave your children with me. I told you I was a bullshitter. You're so fucking stupid. I'm the kind of bullshitter who's the archbishop of fucking Canterbury, you piece <laughs> of shit. <laughs> 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 James, Ooh. Um, I'd like to... Uh, Todd. Now, here's the thing. I just want to be honest with you for a Audible.com really makes it easy to stay well-informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Okay, what were you doing? This is what I was going to ask you. Uh, what if I just... What if I thought... It, wait, let me just ask you this. This is a very important thing. What if I just thought I could turn into a talk glass of pressure for just a little bit? No, I know. I understand. No, this is, I understand. There's people calling in. They tell me they can't do it. But I think... <laughs> But they just think. But see, you're laughing, but I don't think that's valid. I think you're. I think you're. No, bear with me here. Oh, no, wow. And this is because I think that if you're laughing about that, and I only say this to my friends, I would never say this to anybody who's not my friend. <laughs> so listen. So, oh my God! One night in Atlanta, the first time I saw you do that. Oh yeah. I, my, I go. No one does an impersonation of me. I want someone to do an impersonation of me. I said, but I don't have a voice like Rodney to do it. So I thought, you know, you can't really do it. It's impossible. And I think that's what <laughs> you know what James does. Like, so we're at the one in the morning place. Uh, Relapse. Relapse. And you were doing like Eddie Pepitone. You're doing Andy Kindler. You're doing Mark Marin, And, uh, you know, so many others of these sort of like that this audience knows there because they've really follow comedy. And you. Bunch of nerds. You had them dead fucking on. And then you did me. And did I ever tell you the story? <laughs> you, you told me right after. Yeah, yeah I said, oh, he got like a little, the chaos is fucking right. But he, you did my laugh, and I thought you had that off. The cadence. The cadence. Yes. Yeah, what did I say? I said chaos. The like, cadence. A cadence means I like that a lot more. Is it funny if somebody mispronounces a word, James? <laughs> oh, no. No, 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 seriously. <laughs> Do you know I barely graduated high school, and what that means is I didn't? <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry. Uh, Don't worry. Uh, we, 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 I, I value you beyond your command of the language. Oh, thank you. <laughs> Seriously, that means a lot to me. <laughs> I, I see the lie. You watch your eyebrows. fucking mouth. <laughs> what if my on-air voice had totally different than what I was doing? His no, face, that means the world to me. Oh, oh, God. <laughs> you said cut it, cut uh, it. Nah, you're great. It's always fun to have you around. I'll tell That's you that That's a bit much. that would work if you had Todd, put the gun down. Todd, put the gun down. <laughs> Todd, put the gun down. Ow! Ow! You know what you are? You're a pleasure. You're just pleasure to have here. Fuck! Ow, my God! Anyway, we're we're laughing it up here. He's raping me! He's raping me! Hold on, hold on. So we're talking about the... um, Oh, about your impersonation of me. Oh, yeah. But when you did my laugh, I remember thinking, well, he didn't get the laugh right. But then I thought driving home... 
He probably did have the laugh, right? It's my insecurity. What was the laugh? You did like? <laughs> oh, I think uh, it, I think it's uh, I think it's like no, what if? Barry, yeah. What, what if I what if I was doing? What if, what if I just kept doing it? What if I just kept doing this? And I knew it wasn't working. But what if I just keep doing? No, what if what if the bit is the well? Here's the bit. <laughs> But what if I just thought it was funny? What if I thought this was funny? What if I here's a guy here's a guy. What if I thought that I'm, I'm, I'm fucking stoned right now? <laughs> <laughs> and what if I just kept do it doing more? That? Do it more. Go to the laugh one more time. Do it one more time. What? what, what <laughs> I'm fucking stoned right now. <laughs> oh God! So I tried. No, I just did it. You just did the laugh. No, I tried to hide. You it. just did the laugh. Shut up! You did a bad job of hiding it. You I did the laugh. Everybody's Oh, oh God. my God! He has a gun. You can't confront him. Todd, put the gun down. Let everybody. Attention! This is Todd Glass. I've been forced to override you on the larger PA system. I need everybody quiet in the room. I'm in control. The, I run this ship. Are you the Los Angeles Police Department? This is the Los Angeles Police Department. Pull that car over. <laughs> I was. Doing- you are ordered to disperse this podcast. That's really enough of that shit. Um, so uh, you did my laugh, and I tried not to laugh like that for like two days. I hated it. Oh, I tried no. to change my laugh to more of like a. An effortless, an effortless guy. You know what? If Who's you, on top of the world? <laughs> I'm going to say something. If you haven't look, I'm not. Ta- I'm talking about someone that chooses not to do it. If you're stressed out and life's got you right now, and you're not really able to laugh like this, I get it. I'm, I'm but. If you just turned into an old person before your time, unless you let out a cackle, whatever that cackle sounds like. To me, cackle means you can't laugh anymore. To me, mine, when, when, like last night when you had me laughing that hard, I just scream because I need to release everything out of my body. So I just go, ah! That's all I can do to let it out. It's awesome. And wh- some people, it's a, it's a cackle or a nose snort. If you're not doing that once in a while, well, then maybe you should you – know, Find a way to do it. Have more fun. I, it's <laughs> yes. Thank you. I don't know if you know this, but like uh, he really gets it. No, <laughs> I did, I I did that it. last night. I did that when I was playing. I, I was like, it. I was like, the, like this guy who's laughing right here. He gets it. What if I just? What if I said that? Was, yeah, the guy who's laughing. He's the one who gets it. You're a, you're an intelligent person, sir. It would make everyone that laughs. Hey, this, that's a trick they used to you do. Get it. You're a sick crowd. I like you. All right. Like, ooh, we're sick. That's fun. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. This guy says we're sick and we're cool. Yeah. And then anything <laughs> right. he does later, I was jerking off and peanut butter came out of my cock. <laughs> we get it. We're sick. We get it. So anyway, I'll tell you, pure fun. And Ooh. I, th- what, what do you? Do you have something uh, that imp- you did your impersonation? I like to cap everything. Right. By the way, you know this is a double episode. A, do- a double episode. I'm going away next a week. Double episode of the Ty Glass Show. Here are the here are the fives, the tens, the fifteens. <laughs> do a Tom like us uh, doing a drop in for the show. One eight hundred five eight hundred Todd Glass. Wait, okay, a dr- a drop for the show. I'm gonna call. Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. 1-800-5800-TOD. You're listening to the Todd Glass Program. It's me, Todd Likas. Open Todd Glass Show. Hello. Hello, Tom. What's your question for the professor? Yes, I'm a 45-year-old woman. I have $300,000. You sound like a fat pig. No, I'm actually uh, 62 pounds. Oh, well, then you sound like a right baby bitch. You know no, what I'm no, I'm about? not. I'm, I'm, I'm very happily married. And I want to know. Oh, <laughs> you're married. Then you're stupid. Here on the Tom Likas Show. Yeah, I don't... 
Actually, I want to know why. I'm going to change my voice. I'm going to change my voice. Let's, for do, this. let's do it again. Let's do it I want to do it better, and I'm going to make me more like a woman I'll, calling I'll, I'll, in. I'll say that. I'll make up a name for it, too. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Okay, I was like, uh, 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 why don't you fly me to the job as yourself right here? I'm all up here. The show, the show not hosted by a right-wing wacko or a convicted felon. No! There's the show where you get to talk about the issues you really care about. Here on the Tom Lackey Show, Margaret and Temecula, your old Tom, you know. Hello? Hello, Margaret. Yeah, I'm very curious why you think that every uh, every woman in a relationship is uh, a gold digger. Why there's no women out there? Like, I feel like I'm a good person. Oh, you think you're a good person, dear? Well, I, I'm not living off my husband's money. I'm you have like, a husband, though, and he has money, and you are living. Do you have a job? I don't right now, but I have... Uh, of course you don't. Well, that's... Of course you don't. <laughs> Well, there you lose. Well, also... My microphone is louder than yours. I I am sick and tired of you, shrill, shrinking shrews. Telling me, I would. Every woman who's ever been in my life has always made me feel a little sad, like a jump. Blah, 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 rape you, a little pie, a little cut, a little pie, a little pussy, a little cut. I just feel that that's, you know, that's overhensible. Well, you feel like that because you're stupid. Well, I don't know. I brought to the man. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> that was not that far off. We, we used to make a joke uh, that if he called them and said, you know, uh. Hey, Tom, I'm, uh. You know, I'm 22 years old. I weigh 120 pounds. Blow your brains out, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. It was so... And you know what? Part of me would get... The only reason I liked listening to that show is because... How bad it was. Most intelligent women don't call in when you hear someone right, on the air. Right. So it became enjoyable because I knew anybody that was at home when somebody is that off and that I don't know if it's a joke or it isn't a joke. It doesn't even matter. He goes on the air with that persona and any woman with the right mind just goes, oh, this guy's so far off. If somebody intelligent uh, just as a little askew on one thing, you call in, you debate it. So I used to love when the women called in and you were right. That's exactly what he did. The I women were like, there was like three options. The women, the women could call me like, you don't know what you're talking about. I do because I'm a professor. Okay. Well, I go to the little, let me, I'll I, be the, let me be because her. I'm rich. There was like either either you're wrong or or like I'm smart. Okay, so you're ugly. Or it was or it was like you're right, Tom. Oh, I am. You <laughs> you are a bitch. <laughs> yeah, women love to call in and say, say um, hi, Tom. Oh yes, my Lisa, name is Lisa. Lisa, Lisa in Santa Monica. Hello. Yeah, I just want to say you're right on the money. It's so refreshing. You're right. Women are just fucking scum. I know it, dear. Are you scum? Well, <laughs> I love the show. You I get a, love I, the show because a, you're a little filthy whore, aren't you? <laughs> I love it, love it. Oh, I bet, I bet, I bet you have your fingers in your pussy right now. All right, that's a little much. Could I please, please beg you for any sexual gratification whatsoever? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, the Tom Lika show. What, uh, what do you yeah, weigh, well, dear? Yeah. <laughs> I love when he would go, <laughs> dear. The, the radio voice where you're not saying Tom. Like oh, Tom Lika. It's Tub. It's <laughs> Tom Lika. T-O-B. It's the Tom Lika the Tom show. Where is he now? Oh, it's awesome. it's the most awesome thing. He's off the air. He has no show. This was like three, four years ago. I um, When Indy 103 went off the air in Los Angeles, mm-hmm. um, uh... 
it, around the same time, Tom Lycaster, he wasn't on Indy, but he was on like uh, 97.1, and his show went off the air. And they give, usually radio is a cutthroat business. Like your favorite guy's just gone the next night. And I was like a big radio nerd when I was a kid. But like, they gave him the unusual courtesy of a week to say goodbye on his show. Uh-huh. And I listened to every episode, like, uh, that I could and it was just like people calling in going like Tom you've meant so much to me I'm sorry that your show is going like and they were like just horrible people like because Hello, I- father yeah <laughs> yeah what's the question son yeah I'm dating a girl right now and she has been providing me for me oh I'm out dump, Let me dump, do it. dump that bitch Okay, go ahead, other caller. Yeah, so my girlfriend had uh, supported me for 15 years while I, uh, the last 15 years she Good. supported me. And now Good. Uh, she, she broke both of her legs in a car accident. Bad. Now, what should I do? Am I supposed to stick around? Oh, she broke both legs? Yeah, I tell can't. you what, feed that pig into the pork grinder. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, so hold on, Tom. So, oh, she, she, so she can't exercise, and she's going to whine about because her legs are broke. Well, what? I've heard it all. <laughs> well, that's what I was saying. She, since she had both legs in a cast, she's put on three pounds. She's put on three pounds. <laughs> Should I leave her? Oh, she's blown it up like a Macy's Day parade float. <laughs> I know. What am I supposed to do? Stand by her? Listen. I think she almost she almost like us, like us one one. <laughs> like us one one. Never stand by a woman. So I should leave. Never. Should I leave stand her? Stand by a woman. Should I leave her? You know what I'm talking about. Should I leave her? You should dump her in a dumpster. Thank you, Tom. You got it. Can you take me out with yeah. a, a guy yelling at a Jew walking down the street? You got it. <laughs> you fucking Jew. Hey, Jew. Hey, Jew. Get out of the street. Get out of the street, you Jew. Here on the Tom Lagan Show. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom, could you take me out with the, the devil voice uh, yelling at a midget? You got it. Listen, you midget. <laughs> Oh, so anyway, uh, tell the I don't know. It's hard to do. You could, I can only do the impersonation. I, I love. Can I you love, do Regis Philbin? Nah, I never watched him. Try I mean, a little bit. We'll uh, take a break. You'll get that impersonation. Regis Philbin. Uh, I, I, <laughs> I'm very just. Sounds like a winner. Sounds like we're not going to be playing that. Oh, Jesus, you really fucking brought the show oh. into a grinding halt. <laughs> After all that good Tom Likas material. Yeah, because you, you, you want to just like pull a, a magical yeah. impression out of the air of yeah, like, yeah. hey, do you do, hey, do you also do, <laughs> do you also do an impression of Christy Brinkley? Do you do, yeah, do, you do, do, you do Jay Leno? <laughs> no, everybody else does. Get yeah. anybody, anybody else at all. I saw it last night. I learned a little lesson. Um, I, I bring up Jay Leno for a reason. <laughs> <laughs> Him and Howie Mandel. Yeah. Him yeah. and him and Howie Mandel yeah, were yeah, on with uh, Schnooky last night. Now, Schnooky. it's not that I'm t- I, I, <laughs> honest. I, now I'm afraid to do my my rant. Honestly, I know I'm not joking around, but really try to be honest with me. That's my impersonation <laughs> of you doing me. Oh. No, really, and I know that's really funny, and I shouldn't go. What if I kept doing that? <laughs> Here, here's okay. So I've done Andy Kindler before. So here's my impression of Andy Kindler's impression of my impression of him. Yes. So it's this. So it's just like, what's wrong? You're all booked up at the Westin. <laughs> Should I get a room at the Easton? Hmm? <laughs> now do you doing Andy for real? It's better. Yeah, it's like, what, 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 what's wrong? You don't like the Shakespeare material? Hmm? Maybe I should move on to the Chaucer chunk. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so um, oh, uh, 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 last night, um, it was a little lesson learned that I'm not saying I wouldn't have ever made the mistake to do this, but sitting home, I realized, and, and I always over say this, honestly, 
pump in on this what you feel. When you're sitting pump at in home on in your rocking chair. Pump, on it. pump in on this is what I said. Pump in on this. Yeah. You like pumping in on this? Yeah, your do you have any like workout music? Like, <laughs> we do. Oh, I got something for you you'll love. Hold on. Let me put this over here. Okay, so I'm um, sitting at home. So, so I'm watching. It's Jay Leno and then uh, um, the bald guy who's, uh, who hates germs. Howie Mandel. Howie Mandel. <laughs> that should, I should be his manager. <laughs> <laughs> I got a great guy. <laughs> You be the agent. You say, do you have any guys for me? We're looking for... Uh, and I'm, and I'm, the, ca- I'm the, the casting agent. Yeah, you're, yeah. Uh, hey, you know, we're looking for somebody... Uh, we got a project, a really great project. We're looking for someone who's uh, preferably bald or losing their Oh, I got hair. a good guy for you. Okay, but he I also hate- has to hate germs. Oh, bald and hates germs? Oh, Howie Mandel. He's my number one guy over here. You're kidding me. That's right. Bail that- out. Um, <laughs> that bit went on for as long as it could have. We're bailout. Eddie Pepitone said, if you're in an improv troupe, just name yourselves bailout. When a bit's done being funny, fucking get out of it. We're bailout, everybody. And we'll be right back. That's a great pitch for him to say. He should, he, he should do it. He should do it. We'll take a break. All of these hacks should quit this stand-up business and go try improv for once. That's what the real money is. Thank you. That's what I've been telling all my friends. I just say anything. What if there were? Like, what if there were like? A, what if there were a bunch of like, uh, like comedians who were like well-known stand-up comedians who were well-known who were like, "Fuck this! Let's get an improv troupe together." <laughs> have you ever been in an improv troupe? Yes, I. Lo- I used to love it. I, I have a question for you. Then you might be able to answer a question. Then I want to talk about this Jay Leno Harry Mandel thing. For some reason, it bothered me. It. I, it, it Bothered me because I thought, ooh, don't ever make that mistake. I didn't judge them like I wouldn't have made that. But like I said, the clarity I had from watching at home. Let me, let me do this real quick. So they were mocking. Uh, the, the reason I think it's wrong is I've seen Letterman mock guests. When they're not trying and they're a little aloof, he will sort of with Paul Schaefer into the audience at home. He, you mock them. And they don't always know they're being mocked. Right. And I don't mind when the guest is an asshole. If they're taking themselves too seriously. Take, exactly. Yeah. But, you know uh, – Yes, I am defending why I thought it wasn't necessary. Um, uh, what's her name from the Jersey Shore? Uh, Snooki. She's, di- she's not an asshole. She's not a mean person. She might be. You can be really not there and not get it. But she's she di- stupid. She doesn't deserve to be famous, and she's fat. But she's not an asshole. <laughs> she's not coming on with an aloofness. She came on trying. And they both mocked her right in front of her. She didn't always get She never got it. But I watched it and went, I'm not enjoying this. And it's when I realized, oh, she might be schnooky, but she's not aloof. She wasn't coming on with an attitude. She was coming on doing what she does and being who she is. And that is laughable sometimes, although mockable. I felt bad for her. I felt they. I thought they looked bad. Like, and the reason is Jay. Uh, what I thought was, and maybe I don't understand. You know, Jay Leno doesn't listen to the show, but maybe I re- always think this way. What if he did? He he booked I, her. He, he booked her. That's the thing. She. It's different if you book a guest as one thing and then they turn into another thing, meaning an asshole or a jerk or take themselves too seriously. She was exactly who she pretends t- who she is. You had her on the show. You booked her. You knew everything she was going to do. So to sit and mock her when she's everything you booked. I wanted the I wanted the Snooky from the TED Talk, the one where she was talking about science and physics and all that. Where's that from? Yes. Yeah. No. What is that? <laughs> is t- it odd that I'm defending Snooky, or do you get no? Where I'm coming my feeling from? my feeling about that is that um, uh, to me it's that when it comes to stuff like that that's so easily mocked, it's like that. I have no place. There's nothing I can do to contribute to the conversation. I my what I would do is just be like send that poor woman home. Like, like just somebody, somebody put some clothes on these poor people and like close the door and like, let, just let them cry for a little bit. Like, I can't, 
It, I, don't, there, I don't see any benefit from taking them down a notch. There are powerful people ruining the world all the time. That's like, I well, think it's that, more instructive. More, it's better to make fun of powerful people. Well, that's, that's, yeah, obviously I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's why when people make fun of, especially when... I, you I, made I, a good point, so obviously I agree with you. Yeah, that's, well, obviously, uh, yeah, because yeah, I agree with you. I know it's brilliant. That's what I said last week. You know, whenever I said it last night on stage, you know, whenever when whatever the masses think, including me, the masses now in comedy. Yes, I feel I know a lot about comedy, but I wouldn't want people coming to me for science or other things. The masses usually don't know anything. So that's how you know what's right in this world. Whatever the masses think, it's fucking wrong. Almost scientifically. So the masses last night, I used for example, the masses think, oh, we need to go back and spank our kids like we used to. Okay, the masses think that then there's no fucking way it's true. (laughs) Masses are always wrong. That's how you know. Whatever the masses think, do the other thing. History will show. That. What if they run into the street? Then you punch them in the face. <laughs> um, but anyway, oh, what were we talking about? Oh, the, the thing, mocking Snooky. them uh, when they come on anyway. But yeah. when Letterman does it, when they come on and they're – that that I can get, uh, really get a uh, – I really enjoy that. So, But anyway, there you go. Now, you were saying you, – you were telling me I'm a little all over the place, but it's all good. What I was, say, what I was saying was, uh, you know, I, I, don't like, I don't like making fun of easy targets. So right. if there's oh. an easy target, I feel like I feel like just give him a break, let him take a breather. Why don't you just have have an honest person come sit down with him and go like you should stop being famous for a couple of years. Like <laughs> why? I don't understand the obsession with like let's try to get her to kill herself. <laughs> like where, where it's like all, all of Hollywood. It's like let's see if we can get this celebrity to kill themselves. Yeah, and it's and they always think there's. Well, I'm echoing what I say every every other week. Probably if they, you know, people go, oh, the reality shows that hey, there are problems with the world, and they're not. They just suck, and they're not the problems with the world. That's it. What if that really was the problems with the world? The reality shows. If we can just get those reality shows off the world, people would be open minded. They would be intelligent. They would. I, don't, I think the reality shows. I well, anyway, I don't think there are. They're problems. they're bad, but but so, there's also so is the script of television, right? Yeah. And but but here's the thing. Wouldn't you say? If you wanted to look at it from a positive angle, and don't get me wrong, on the wrong, I always have to say it this way so you, so you know where I'm coming from. On the wrong night, a bad reality show that I get sucked into watching, out of nowhere, I shut the TV off. I'm like, oh, my God, it's sucking the sh- fucking soul out of me. Here's, here's, but, 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 but I also don't think – I also think there's a lot of good stuff on TV. So with when there's an influx of good, there's going to be an influx of bad. But if you compare TV, if you're one of those people back in the 50s, we had great shows and there was Mary Tyler Moore and whatever, you know, in the 70s or whatever. There were also we, bad ones. We, they had the bad ones. And we still have, not only do we have Adult Swim or HBO or all the, all the different channels that can do some classic comedy sensations. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because the, uh, there's so many niche little networks, we can have a, a lot of programming that wouldn't have made it on the air 30 years ago. Right. We also, at least this is the way I feel, have some then just some good old fashioned. I think like everybody loves Raymond was just a great, a, a great just like a Mary Tyler Moore. I think it holds up to a show like that. I never watched it. What uh, the Raymond? I always really enjoyed it, and I and and it's. I know it's more of a traditional sitcom, but for what it was, I I, I thought it ranked up there with Mary Tyler Moore. My point is. That there's also a lot of great television, so I don't want to turn into one of those people like, oh, there's so much shit. There is, but there's also a, a fucking crapload of good stuff on TV. Uh, I think it's probably 20%. I think No, no, that's my point. 20% even, of it's good. Even if 20% of it's good and you're right, 
And that's still a lot is what I'm saying. I'm right. not saying the ratio. I'm not saying 90% of what's on TV. I should make myself – yeah, I'm saying even if your figure's right, let's say it's 10%. That's still a lot of great television. Yeah, 10% you blow your brains out. 20% you can keep on 20. <laughs> all right. Uh, I, don't watch, I don't watch TV anymore, but I feel like – You don't watch it at all? I don't. I watch it at other people's houses, basically. Um, but I, I, I did for a while. You know, mm-hmm. like I grew up like a normal American in front of a TV. What was the shows you watched growing up? Cartoons. I love like uh, I like um, Animaniacs. I didn't watch that. Yeah. I lo- and uh, um, Freakazoid and uh, Pinky the Brain. I loved um, the Conan Conan O'Brien. I was thirteen when he came on the air, and that like shaped my comedy sensibility from very young. I, I, there was a summer of nineteen ninety four. I was born. Ooh, Jesus Christ! I, was I just watched. Born. I watched. <laughs> All right, that's edited out. I watched. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. I got to talk to you guys. I'm, 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 I'm no, the no, most God. revealing thing I can we'll possibly say. He's like, I'm going to take a break. Todd, I was about to. I'm all Todd, Todd, I was trying to tell you. Todd, can I, can, Todd, can I just say something? Jingle? These are jingles. I pay for them. Shush. Todd, you're being rude. Todd, can I just say one thing about my own life? Todd Glass Show. Nobody's on Todd that. Glass Show. Nobody else is singing along. Todd Glass Show. You're the only one that knows the lyrics. So what were you saying? And you only know the lyrics that are the, your name part of the lyrics. <laughs> you're saying the code. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> It's like I can't. Todd Glass. Glass. You're saying watching Conan O'Brien. The Todd Glass part of the song is coming up. You're saying that Conan O'Brien. I know where I'm at here. You're saying that Conan O'Brien helped shape your some of your comedic uh, senses. Yeah, and and Andy Richter too. Like just together, and that was uh, I. I I watched all of their stuff on TV, and it was like it, it felt like. People at the time in the press were saying that it was it, oh it's terrible unprofessional and I was watching it loving it for that reason because mm-hmm. it you was know, like it is it is loose it is bad sometimes they recover when it's bad they they let it's I thought it was like they shouldn't have a show and somehow they have a show it's like I, a, I agree I I well first of all early on Letterman majorly watching him when I was in like uh, I forget I was young when right, it came on I was right. in high I've school. seen I've just seen that in hindsight like on YouTube and stuff uh, yeah yeah but Conan and I got so excited because of the bits. I'm like, oh my god, they're the bits we do, me and my friends, like the bear or the. It's this guy, and he comes in. It's funny, and it's out. Because yeah. I think, what if a sketch is only funny? That's why it's hard for SNL for, for sometimes because because they ske- insist on doing ten minute sketches. Right. So it's, I feel bad for the the sometimes, and I'm not just saying this. The extremely talented cast. Now sometimes cast members suck, but other times they're they're there's unbelievable talent on the show, but they're stuck in that format. Which would suck, because if you write sketches every week, wouldn't that suck if you know how brilliant you are and you're stuck on a vehicle that doesn't let you do sketches that are funny for 10 seconds? Like, it's almost like I'd rather be on a modern-day hee-haw. I'd make it work. I find it hard or, to or be... Or laughing, you I know. I find it hard to be... I find it harder to be sorry for people who are on a major network television show, because well, I think... I'd, 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 I'd run with it. Really? Yeah. I'm talking creative uh, empathy as opposed to financial empathy. No, I mean, I would... I, yeah. I just made sense. Did you hear what I said? I, I you're acting like you, you. I'm saying you're over there. You go, God. Yeah, I get it. They, All right. So we get your typical. That's Todd, like Conan O'Brien. Typical people, Todd Glass, right wing opinion on no, comedy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's like when people said about Conan, like, oh, it's hard to be sympathized with him because he's making so much. Shut the. That's not what feeling. I mean. That's not what I mean. What I mean is just like the expo, like the the exposure and the pressure and the opportunity to do a tel- television show that a lot of people are watching, like, which I, is fucking awesome. But to me, if I was over there, I might think, God, I wish we changed. 
changed the, the format up. So once in a while, we're like, oh, we can't do that sketch or we can't do that sketch. Or maybe they find a way to do it. But to me, it's easier. I, I said hee-haw joking. But laughing, if, if seriously, if someone said, you know, would you rather the format be closer to laughing? You're going to have a new sketch show. Or would you rather it be closer to SNL? Absolutely laughing. Laughing, yeah. If something's short, funny, short, short. Or, or it's funny for two minutes. It, it's not like laughing doesn't give you the vehicle for two-minute sketches. It does. But if it's for literally five seconds, it's okay. Or two minutes or 30 Todd, seconds. I have pitched. I have pitched the sketch show many times. All, all over town and like the reaction is as soon as you mention like i want to do a sketch show that's like not interested like it's just to- it's well open. you know what put it up put it up that's the great thing about the internet yeah. now i know you you don't feel like spending your own money that's i mean the- i do yeah put that give me that candle I, it's driving todd crazy it's driving me crazy. my fortune crazy. <laughs> my fortune yes James i don't was- i don't dip into my family money <laughs> do you have i used to get so jealous growing up kids that had family money oh i know did you I have, have it? Do no, have I, have, it? I have family I have family debts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if your grandmother I dies. Send, I have to send remittances to people <laughs> in my family. <laughs> if, I have that, if your family dies, what would you get if your like, grandmother died? I'd get stuck with her funeral bills. Yeah. That's but yeah. I'd get stuck. Yeah. That's why we I pushed her out of it. We, my grandmother, when she died, this is a true story, and don't fucking judge me. We, hey, keep in mind, I was 25. She passed away. We drove down the Schuylkill and pushed her into the ocean, into the whatever it is. The, into the, the river? The river. The, uh, the, uh, the Schuylkill the, River. The Schuylkill River. In Philly? Yeah. we got. It's a long story. It was in the news and everything. My family got in big trouble. <laughs> fucking police are assholes. <laughs> well, that's how I look at it. They're the bad I don't, guys. I don't learn my lesson. Police are at, police can suck my dick. Okay, <laughs> fucking cops showing up at our house. Did yeah. you push your grandmother out on the side? She was dead. I did freedom. That's what I did. What, what's that? Mean? I did freedom. That's, I did what freedom is. Thank you. Yes. Sometimes you got to put people. No, she. My grandmother was dead in that bit. I wouldn't have killed her even in a bit. Right. She was. No, she was already dead. <laughs> oh, Listen. Um, we all got it. We were all. Humble. I'm afraid to get into anything too serious with you. Uh-oh. Hmm. Well, well, what were you going to well, get into? I have a voicemail you left me three years ago. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> I thought you were a little short with me. <laughs> no, is this Mark Maron? I want to play. I want to play. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. I, I, was, I, I, I'm, I, was, I was never cool. I, th- I thought we, I hated you for so long. You hated me, Mark? I, I hated you for so long, but then I thought it was just we were just arguing over a bill. No, I didn't even know you ever hated me, Mark. Like, oh, when, no, I when thought it was talking? palpable, and I, then I was rationalizing. I was really, I was paranoid. Oh, you were in hindsight. So I never had a beef with no, you. No, like right now, I'm just realizing that this was all about nothing. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was playing playing it straight for yeah, you. Knew that, right? Good. I'm good at that. Ooh. Shut oh. the fuck up. So, um, so cutting. Last you did the Eddie Pepitone. I can erase, get rid of this post-it. I love getting rid of post-its. Look at this. This is everything we talked about That's over a here. Nice pile. Did you get a picture of this, Katie? Todd is proud of his pile of post-its. That's right. <laughs> you watch your mouth. My notes. grandmother listens to the show. What? Your that, pile of post-it notes? I thought she died. Is that offensive? No, my other grandmother. Ooh. She's a cunt. What about the third one? <laughs> I go, she listens to What them. about the third grandmother? <laughs> her, She's uh, <laughs> her lesbian wife. <laughs> her lesbian wife. <laughs> we used to have a bit about my grandfather being, uh, he, was, he was gay, but he didn't admit it, and he would go, my boy, my accountant is coming over tonight. <laughs> and we go, Grandpa, it's your boyfriend. That's all right. Oh, I did this with Mike Komen. I'm surprised I didn't do it when he was on the show. Mike would play the grandfather by his, when, back when I was roommates with Mike Komen. And he would go, Grandpa, it's all right. You're gay. We don't care. I'm not gay. Well, Grandpa, who is that guy? He's my accountant. Of thirty years, because his boyfriend, his his grandfather boyfriend, gives him a look of like you diminish me to your accountant, so he knows he has to try to warm it up a little. Of He's my years. accountant. 
of 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> He's very reliable. He's my very reliable and loving. He said anything yeah, he yeah, can. Yeah. What do you mean? Well, the way he does my taxes. <laughs> it's like it's like we're a couple sometimes. He's trying anything <laughs> like, to. Oh, it's like you're a couple. Yeah, like he knows what I'm thinking before I think it. <laughs> oh, he sounds like a great accountant, Grandpa. More than that, <laughs> he's a treasured friend. <laughs> but back what you said about Conan O'Brien. Yeah. Um, you know that sometimes things went. Um, Sometimes things weren't funny. Sometimes things they were. That's what I ask people on this show. That it, saying this is cathartic for me because it reminds me that you know that I'm reminding the audience of this. Don't be vicious if one segment is it goes a little. The price you pay to try to have it be real and try to be in the moment is that you're always scared that something might go a little flat. Yeah, but you take chances. If you're taking right. chances, give. Yeah. And taking chances doesn't always mean, you know, uh, that I'm doing something political or I'm doing something social. Just a silly chance. And sometimes you go out there, and even you as you're doing it, you're like, ugh. Don't know if it'll work. But I air it. I air it because I used to get into the edit, edit, edit. Now, the less I edit every week. It's almost at the point now. Don't I let it edit? Yeah, we barely take anything. Yeah, because I think. He's like, I'm I'm, I'm only editing my guests now. (laughs) I don't don't edit anything that I do. (laughs) Tell the story um, about when you were with uh, Joe. When I I work in Spade, when I work in Vegas with David Spade, Joan Rivers plays the same room. Oh, God. So when we're not there, first of all, the guy. The, the the showroom manager Al, who's who's who? What? Okay, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna. I love taking breaks. We're gonna talk about Joan Rivers. We're gonna talk about the Venetian Hotel when we take a break. Chris, take us out with something. What he says, he deserves it. A gum and a cookie, he deserves it. A coffee and a cake, he deserves it. He really oh, I love it. I love those songs. <laughs> Shut up. We didn't really just hear it. Um, Joan Rivers and you. So oh, yeah. I work there, and then when, when I know that room has houses a few different people, I know Tim Allen works there, and Joan Rivers works there. This is there. in Vegas? Yes. So this when I opened for Joan Rivers, this is this is the worst show I've ever had in my life. And you should also preface you have an immense respect for Joan Rivers, right? Yeah, yeah, me no, too. Yeah. What if I was like, no, she's a fucking, <laughs> she's a fucking bag of shit. I love that she did this. It's so much like I love she's, this. She's great. And like, uh, you know, it was in South Florida. It's uh, it's at the. Oh, oh I'm oh, sorry. I thought it was in Vegas. It that's was in South Florida. Okay, it's that's a casino in South Florida. Is a uh, is a hard rock casino in South Florida, and it's just like full of old people. I love that it's like my worst show, so I immediately have to be like, "This is why it was bad." Yeah. <laughs> the people were old, the venue was wrong, like, but but you're but, right, yeah. But like, like, um, uh, Joan's great. You know, you meet her before the show and stuff, and she's like a ball of energy. She like blows onto the stage, and she's like, she's like, "What are you talking about? Shut up! Who is this?" <laughs> she's like, "Do you were you Bob Edson? No, don't talk to me." <laughs> And uh, and she's like she's just hilarious. And then uh, she has like uh, setting up the show and stuff. And I kind of this creeping feeling like this is not going to go well because it's like a it's like a giant. It looks like a basketball gymnasium except much larger. The capacity is like three thousand people, and it's like full metal folding chairs. And then like 
uh, a slope on either side of like the I risers. Know. Yeah, and um, she has a she has a bandstand like a like an old time showbiz band with like uh, glittery bands like tuxedo jackets. You mean the little stuff? band that plays when she comes out? Right. You know what they play? The classic guys. Anchors away. Yes. Wait. Is that the one? that's like dun dun. Bum, 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 bum. Well, it like goes anchors away. That's what they play, ladies and gentlemen. She makes her own intro, doesn't she? Yes, and that's so. So it's like so. Show, so it's showtime, and it's like these old people have poured into the casino, and I mean into the uh, auditorium of the casino, and it's like the oldest people I've ever performed for. Like they have like walkers and like breathing apparatuses and stuff, <laughs> and they're like, and she gets on the god mic. The band's playing, and she's like, uh, she's like, uh, are you? ready for an evening with Joan Rivers and they're like they muster their last strength and they're like yeah (laughs) and she's like great but first here's your opener he's the best opening act in his price range which is which is hilarious but but they don't realize that that's just a that's a she goes he's the best opening act in his price range Please, please welcome James and Jim. And Jim. You know what? Get out there, kid. Like, <laughs> oh, my like, God. But then you're doing your set, and it's not going So I well. go out you know, immediately. As soon as I go out, I don't, even get to, I don't even get a sentence out. Like, as soon as I'm out, it's like, hey. And then it's just like, it's like where's Joan? <laughs> There's just like, the, the, like multiple people. Where's Joan? And like, like I was the uh, – like I was the um, – the Joan Rivers was the dinner, uh, the dinner item on the menu, and they like I ordered Joan Rivers. <laughs> they didn't bring Joan Rivers, <laughs> and then like uh, excuse me, so I I'm, ordered the Joan Rivers. Is there is there a mistake here? No, this so, is just the appetizer. So I, I want it now. Exactly. <laughs> I don't want the appetizer. I heard her. I know she's here. <laughs> and then and then like uh, I heard they're very smart, aren't they? <laughs> I heard her. Yeah, I'll be, I'll be the waiter. <laughs> uh, what seems to be the problem? Man? I ordered Joan Rivers, and I get this idiot. Oh, this is the appetizer. No, 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 She's no. No, 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 I heard her. She's not here. What was that voice? You're telling me that wasn't Joan Rivers? That's pre-recorded. <laughs> <laughs> Why would they have a pre-recorded me- one that messed up too? James, ah, go out there. That would be awesome. She was too lazy to do a retake. <laughs> mess it up, mess it up, and play it. All right, so you're doing your set. It's not going well, right? So I'm I'm dealing with these individual like grumblers, you know, mm-hmm. like hecklers, like mm-hmm. uh, you know, yes, and, and they're doing like they're doing old man heckles too. Because uh. it's not the women at first; it's the old men. Because they're like, at we're first. still tough. We still uh, you, we used to have muscles. <laughs> and, you totally, I bet you're right on. You know that kind of old man look where it's like there's hair all over their arm, but they're old? Right. Yeah. Like, I was like, I'm old and wrinkly, but I used to be some kind of Popeye. <laughs> exactly. And, uh, so, they're, so they're doing like old man heckles, and they're like, he's lousy. Yeah, he stinks. It was like, it's like, I, like nowadays people heckle you. They're like, fuck you. You're like, you suck. But they're like, they're like, he's all washed up. <laughs> <laughs> It's yesterday's news. Like, ah! <laughs> it's yesterday's news. It's almost sweet. It's like you want to go, oh, they're right. having fun. Right. They should yank him like Truman did to MacArthur. <laughs> and then, uh, and then um, so then it turns into like, so, I'm, I'm, I'm being, you know, being like, shut up. I'm doing my thing. Like, like, and it's like, but the thing is, if you if you if what do you tell a guy if all you know about him is that he's old? It's like, come on, shut up, old guy. I'm not that bad, but like, 
I know what you, mean. you know what I mean. What do you but say? Like, so then it turns all of the old people against you because that's the only hook I have against them. Right. So then it's like so then it's like then it's like row by row, like every thirty seconds, just more and more old people against me until it's the entire audience just like boo, and then like he's not funny. Go, he stinks. And then um, Joan. And then you know. Well, then I'm and then I'm like. Uh, I, I, I said, uh, I, then I said, like, don't let the last minutes of your lives be spent booing someone on stage. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, um, and then this woman, this woman in the, gets up in the front row, and the spotlight is bleeding over the stage lip, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm in the front of the stage. It's bleeding over. She gets right up into the edge of the spotlight. She gives me the finger. And, uh, and, the, and they give her a standing ovation for giving me the finger. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> And then I'm like, and then I'm, and then I'm like, uh, I had, I had, I had like two small groups of like young people who were liking me, uh-huh. and so I was playing to them. So I was like, so I was like, you're a Lord of the Rings character. Go back, go back to wherever you came from, because you know she's old. <laughs> and then, uh, <laughs> like, I'm justified. And what point does uh, oh, go, Joan, so getting... Joan, jo- Joan Rivers at some like it's just like me versus three thousand people, and Joan Rivers comes up in the microphone. She comes down early, and she goes like, she goes, stop it, stop it, stop it. Shut up, you assholes! Why? Why? She, she, she goes, and she, she then she starts making up. Excuse me. She makes up fake credentials for me. <laughs> this is the part I love. She, uh, did, she didn't know, she, like justifiably, like why would she know about? It? But she goes, like she goes, listen to him. He is a twenty-three-year-old comedian. <laughs> twenty-three. You're, you're not much older, but yet, but like to hurt to like an older person, right. You can't tell the difference. <laughs> He's twenty-three years old. He tours the world, which I, I don't. <laughs> Never been out of. I love the last one. Canada, and she goes, and he's David Letterman's best friend. (laughs) And she said that twice. He is David Letterman's best friend. And then that was like the youngest person that this audience could respect. So they were like, so they were like, all right, Letterman, okay, fine, sure. And they like grumblingly sat down, and then she goes, James, you're gonna exit stage. The band is gonna play you on again, and you're gonna kill. Oh. So I so we tried that and I come back out and I did what I would normally do. Uh, well, this is eleven minutes into what was supposed to be a twenty-five minute set. So I'm, I'm coming. I'm coming out and I'm like, well, I'll just skip to my game material. So I come out like, I, and I was just like, I guess this is a bad a time as any to tell you that I'm a gay person. I'm gay. And then this crazy thing happened where suddenly the old people. Had like something on me. They knew because they hadn't listened to any of my jokes. Oh, no. They had no idea what my comedy was, except that I hated old people. <laughs> so then, so then they were like, they were like, he's gay, he's gay, he's queer, <laughs> he's a faggot. That's what he is. You're a faggot. And then it's and then it's all the old Popeyes in the audience going like, he's a faggot. He's an old dancing. <laughs> Shut up. No, oh, I'm serious. God. And then. And then all the gay people, of course, in South Florida who'd come out to see Joan Rivers, no. previously didn't notice them, like pockets of them here and there. Suddenly they were like, oh, no. What? How could you say this? And then, and then they were like, oh, he's gay? Oh, he's not one of us. We don't vouch for him. So it was like they both, both groups of people hated me, but they were like turning against each other, the gays and the old right. people. So it was like this fragile New Deal coalition oh, of Joan Rivers <laughs> fans old people and gays which I had somehow was ripping apart <laughs> it was like it was like it was like uh, and then she gets on the microphone again and she's like and she's like James 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 stop it stop it it happens to the best of us just, just take the check and go home 
And so I, I took a big bow, and they applauded at that finally, and I left. And she comes out, and she goes on stage, and she goes, uh, she goes, uh, she finds the woman who gave me the finger, and she was like, "Who did that? Which one of you cunts did that?" <laughs> And she was like, I did. He wasn't funny. And she's like, so he wasn't funny. Jay Leno isn't funny. And you watch him every night, you stupid bitch. <laughs> you know what? I, as I oh, hear she this. Was awesome. She, as, was, as she, she is awesome. And when I hear the story, the first thing, I hope she gets it as cl- with the clarity I do. The reason she doesn't have maybe, because there are a lot of, I would think a lot of younger people that know. I, don't, I know in the comedic community, Joan Rivers is immensely respected. Yes. So you think, well, why doesn't she have that audience, the crossover audience that like Don Rickles gets? Or This was right before the movie came out. It so was. It's like, okay. So I feel like it was still just mostly old people. But, but also, Don Rickles is only known for his stand-up. She just is suffering from what every performer that also has their act and then a different persona on TV. You know? Right. So she's like the home shoppers and then the, the, the E, the, the, the fashion show. Right. They might not, when they go out to see her live, be aware of this ultra-hip fucking woman that's still writing very relevant and great jokes. That, so that's weird. Like, how do you, what do you do when you're in a situation like that? And granted, she makes a lot of money. I'll tell like, you what I do. I turn an audience of people against me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I left out the part. I challenged all of them right before I got off stage. I challenged the entire room to fight me. <laughs> that's awesome. You could have won, I bet. Uh, yeah, but like they were like I was I was like I was I was having a good time at the time like I was ha- I was happy you know so I was having all these great shows and was like oh these guys are wrong so I was just like oh I'm have fun with this I was like I, I, I like this couldn't be this couldn't be a more hilarious nightmare. <laughs> I figured out what I would do. What would you do if I was Joan Rivers and I know that I have a an you know for lack of a better word I always use the word hip but what an overused shitty word but anyway for you want you knew you had a hip audience that you could do your relevant stuff now that's why for joan rivers i'm sure it's great when she just walks into ucb the crowd is there to just see a great show and has then, she ever and done that i think she did the old largo she went up with greg Poops she went at up at largo and fucking annihilated and of it was course. just relevant and you know and, and just great and new and but uh, you just if i wanted to do something where i go i want to do like a theater of 300 people but i don't want those people that know me from years ago or they think they know me there's got to be a way to advertise it or even do a funny video and you put a joke up and go before you buy tickets watch this if you don't think it's funny don't fucking come and it's her saying it to scare away all those people that you think need, you think you like my you think you know me you think you know my comedy you don't so oh she was fine she killed <laughs> she did kill yeah. she killed well that's another thing uh, I feel like <laughs> oh I, she did kill oh she killed oh that's so funny because I thought she so she went out and oh uh, she killed she murdered I feel like I you know oh like, so you were the hated, problem they hated, <laughs> God. <laughs> My they, God, you fucked up a Joan Rivers show. We'll take a break. We'll be right back. We'll talk about the I'm time that, you, my guest. That, that my guest almost shit all over Joan Rivers. And you, we'll be back. And you come back from the break and I'm not here anymore. <laughs> James, I found some work of yours, and I'd like to play it. Um, the, the first song, that, you know which one? Play this. Last week, our guest said he didn't write this song. Did you write this song? Misdirection. Farmer who lived on a rock. He sat in the meadow, just shaking his fist at some boys who were down by the creek. You right there. Feet in the Be honest. Water, their hands on, on their marbles and blades. Do you like it? I didn't write this. When did you? Okay, hold on. Let me play another one. I, I found some. I don't. I didn't make... write this because Henry Phillips said he didn't write it. And I really thought he was bullshitting me. And then I did a little research, and I found out that you wrote it. Someone told me you wrote it, a reliable where you, source. Where did you look at this? Joan Rivers Wikipedia. told me. 
<laughs> she said, when you... <laughs> He's a fucking cunt. He writes... Uh, what about this other one? Did you write this one? I think you wrote this one. This My gal has got two eyes of blue and curls of brown. She always makes me smile when I am feeling down. Whenever I am with her, I just grin like a clown. Cause my gal's pussy is the smallest in town. Oh, this is so, it's campy, but why does it make me laugh? Let it She's play like out. She's like a beauty queen who wears a shiny crown. And anytime she sees that, I am starting to frown. She's always got the thing to turn it upside you're like, down. You're like, cause my gal's pussy is the smallest in town. <laughs> I love She's this. She's got a face with you're like the Lawrence Welk show fell into a toilet. Her mother's sweet and so petite, you have to squint your eyes to see it. I'm such a happy fellow when she comes around. She's always got a kiss when I am feeling down. I wouldn't trade her in for any wealth or renown. Cause my gal's pussy is the smallest in town. Now you wrote, did you write that? Did you write that? No, I didn't write that song, no. Whose is that? that I, I don't know. It's a, it's, it's from, it's. I think it might be from Family Guy or something. No, 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 no. I'm positive. I'm, that I'm, by the way, enjoy this bit. It's nothing like hearing someone be dead fucking wrong on the radio or whatever, and then the other person's right, and like, so I want to be that guy. No, no, I'm 100% it's not Family Guy. 100% it's not Family Guy. Is it Family Guy? I don't think so. Yeah, no, 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 no way. No, it's definitely not Family Guy. No, did, I think, did, I think did, Are you sure. embarrassed of it? Because I think that's what's happening. I'm you think playing, I'm wrong? Well, I think I'm playing a lot of, Henry Phillips, I, here's, just tell me, if it was just Henry Phillips, I would get it. But now the same thing's happening again, and I think that's probably, if I'm putting things together right, that my guests are embarrassed of some of their earlier work. So you, but you're again. attributing the same works to your multiple guests. As opposed to, as opposed to it's me and I'm a bad inter- right, Listen again. My has got two eyes of blue and curls of brown. She always makes me smile when I am feeling down. Whenever I am I've heard the song. I just grin like a clown. I heard this the song. my gal's pussy is the smallest in town. Now, does that it's ring a bell? It's brilliant. Did you write it? No, I didn't. I, why would I know anything about well, why is it? Do you think I've only I've only I've only seen two pussies? Are you listening? <laughs> are you listening to it? Yeah, I, th- I thought maybe you wrote it early in your career when you were trying to maybe throw the audience off a little. Hi, girls. <laughs> did you really? Can you listen? <laughs> you used to open with it. Come Hi, on, did girls, you? Pussy has the pussiest town. <laughs> did you? Can you get it wrong? Play it again. Play it again. <laughs> Play it again. Listen. My gal has got two eyes of blue and curls of brown. She always makes me smile when I am feeling down. It's a sensation. I am with her, Show I business. Like a clown. Here's my favorite part. my gal's pussy is the smallest in town. Can you dance to this? This is my favorite part. If you want to get the kids, you have to She's say She's like cunt. a beauty queen who wears a shiny crown. Right. And anytime well, she maybe sees Maybe you didn't write it. I think it's funny, the guy, like, instead of thinking he's doing the wrong research on his acts, he goes... Oh, it's a running theme. Henry didn't own a lot of the music. You're not owning a lot. Did you do the first one? Play the first one again. Oh, let me hear that one. No, oh, don't it, do the third one. That would be funny. Oh! <laughs> oh! <laughs> Todd's like, Todd's less. Well, Todd's like, hold on. I get roasted. Nobody laughs. You guys want to do the show? <laughs> oh, my God. No, Todd, 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 come back. Todd, the show's nothing. Todd, come back. Seriously, do the I'm show. I'm not doing the show. Todd, James, show. James, come back. My gal has got two eyes of blue and curls of brown. She always makes me smile when I am feeling. Here I am. Okay, here we are. What if I play this thing? What if I do this thing? Here I am. Okay, so Todd's back in his seat. Todd's back in his seat. All right, so I'm back. Welcome to the talk show. I want to just do this thing. What if I just do this thing? I'm talking to this way to go. 
<laughs> what if I could just do that? What if I could just do that? My girl has got the bu- biggest pussy in town. I'm James the door. I open for Joan Rivers and the crowd. No, hold on, hold on. I'm I'm gonna, I, you. Hold on. I'm ju- hold on. Oh, I have, here's Togless. I have five oh different God, posted notes. That's a good on. impression, James. <laughs> I'm Togless. Hold on. I'm covered in sticky notes. Let me tell you something. I'm James. I'm James the door. No, I saw. No, this was hilarious. This was hilarious. I saw you do this. This was with Eddie Pepperton. You and Eddie Pepperton. We were in and out. Hold on. I got a call from some guy. Can we get the? Can we get the? What if I? <laughs> what if I broke? What if I broke the equipment? What if I broke the? Did you break that? That's my echo box. What if seriously. I broke? <laughs> Wait, now who's talking? <laughs> Guys, stop hitting each other! Stop hitting each other! <laughs> what if we take listening, that? Listening, James. I know that was a little chaos. It was a little chaos, but good. obviously uh, James was uh, playing. And it was me, and I think he broke my. Hello. Hello? <laughs> this is not a toy. Hello. Hello. <laughs> I'm the president of the United States. Don't worry, don't worry, Todd. All of the voices work. <laughs> Our joke when we went to uh, uh, where Ep- where's the uh, where the uh, where the Kennedys Ch- live? Chappaquiddick. Yeah, we would say that wherever the they Kennedys- don't live in the Chappaquiddick. No, no, no. <laughs> wherever in that what's they- that area called? V- the vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Martha's right. Vineyard. All right. Uh, that wherever the Kennedys go, they have echo in their voice. So they're Burger King, and they can butt ahead of everybody. Excuse yeah. me. Excuse me. Even at, like, Burger King. Yeah. I'm one of the Kennedys. I'd like to get ahead of you here at Burger King. Mr. Store Manager. <laughs> Mr. Store Manager. I'm one of the Kennedys. I demand to have fries. I demand to have extra fries in my large fry. I want you to jam them in there like it's a Kennedy. I want that fry so big that you've got your best fry stuffer back there. And I want him to be told that order of fries should be overstuffed. Like, so if a fat pig got it, they'd think, oh, my God, I've got a lot of fries. Shot in Dealey Plaza. (laughs) We're going to get to the news in a little bit. Everything's good. President Kennedy was shot today ordering a Big Mac at McDonald's. (laughs) Ding dong, the wicked witch, the wicked witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. Kevin Farley, who was on the show last week, was singing that, and I go, I st- I'm just going to record him, and he didn't know it. I would put the phone, and I wanted to play that. Play it again. Ding dong, the wicked witch, the wicked witch, the wicked witch. Ding dong, the wicked witch is dead. So maybe in a week or two when he's on, I'm going to play it a lot. Okay, hold on. I got a lot to talk about. Everything's good. The TV we talked about, there's a lot more show to do, and not a lot of post-its left. Um, <laughs> The clock is wrong. Because we forgot to press. We forgot to unpause it. Yeah, we're at like 140. The clock. I'm not the one that's wrong. It's the clock that's wrong. (laughs) You people are all late. (laughs) Okay. So there we go. Everything's nice. People it's got two a little post-it notes that Todd is trying to replace. I always get nervous that when it gets that chaotic. Because people go, well, is James doing Todd? Because, you know, you're so good. People might not have known that you were sitting here doing me. <laughs> I know, I know you're sitting here doing me. And, I'm the, and I feel like I'm, a, like I'm a jackass. Oh, I wish I could do you. <laughs> I damn, That's all I can do. <laughs> it gets mean. Yeah, I saw. Yeah, I've seen people do impression of me. Josh Fadum does an impression of me. So oh, he does. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Is that? That's and fun. there's a guy in New York, Taylor Clark. I saw do a little bit of an impression of me. Do you do Johnny Carson? <laughs> <laughs> no, I love that you just pick pick celebrities out of the trees in your brain. No, I'm just doing like you know oh. the, the you know how you know. Uh, I hate doing impressions that other people do. No, that's obviously not to uh, 
to overcompliment you, but that's what gets people excited when they see you do impersonations because you're like, fuck. You know how do I? I actually said this for a while because there were no good impersonators that were coming around. I thought maybe it's just that the old days it was easier to do impersonations because you had like I'm John Wayne, I'm Rodney Dangerfield, you know. So they were such characters, and 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 you know the older the the farther back you went, the more you know uh, going back to like uh, who were the old old guys like. Um, I don't mean old age. Saul? No, no, like the uh, people used to do Clark Gable. Like that was like such a. Oh, so, there were, and there was. I was re- looking at this. There was, there was like a guy who used to do Franklin Roosevelt, and he was a drag performer in New York City, and he was a drag queen in the underground when you couldn't do it publicly, a secret club, and he yeah. would also do Franklin Roosevelt in addition to his drag persona, and like it was during his during the Great Depression. But but what I meant was they would do those impersonations back then. I thought maybe they can't do them anymore because they're not as charactery as they used to be and then you would do some that i'd be like fuck i didn't even know that i can't even think that person could be done because they didn't seem like they had such a you know like a like rodney you can imagine that someone could you know get even do a half-baked rodney but yeah obviously when you see you you pick ones who were who were uh i don't want to ask you stereotypical questions but Give, give me what do you, what are you laugh, what are you laughing at? You know what I'm you know what I'm <laughs> no, afraid I'm, I'm to just, ask. I'm just imagining stereotypical questions. You're like when you when you all right when you sit down. Do you watch footage of somebody? <laughs> oh, is that? Do you get asked that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Give me the questions they ask you, and I'm going to be honest with her. You'll answer the question. No, no. You ask me the questions they ask you on radio that you get asked a lot, and I'm going to be honest. I go to tell you the truth. I like I'd want to know that, or I'll tell you. No, no, I would right. not ask that. Give right. me. So you're down. So so you're down here. You're precious. James over the planet of funny farm. Play, 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 this, is the morning, this is the morning person? Yeah, sure. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Jay's done with a funny farm. You're doing impressions. <laughs> la, 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 la. You're pretty good, uh, pretty good Gary Busey there. What do you do? What do you want to do an impression? You sit down and watch TV and watch footage of the guy? Is that what you do? I wouldn't ask that. Okay. Because I figured you'd study them. So good. I'm proud of myself so far. Give me another one. Okay. Well, here's another thing. Here's another thing. Do you do, do, you do, do, you do Robert De Niro? Shut the so fuck give, me a, up. give me a little De Niro. Do they ask that? Yeah, give me a little De Niro. Now, what do you do if you can do it, but you don't want to do it? I just say no. Can you do it though? Yeah, but I know. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like, no. it's, uh, to me, that's like, oh, somebody already built the castle. What like, if why do I need to go like Robert to it? De Niro, but if he was vomiting, <laughs> 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 that makes it hard, right? And, and he's vomiting, and then uh, and then Al Pacino's rubbing his back, yep. asking him if he's okay. Do you do what I do? Do you do what I do? Do you do things that make me laugh, particularly? Do you do things that are? Do you do the same things over and over again, like I do here on the morning radio? <laughs> do you do the same thing hour in, hour out? I got to cut you off right there. Three listen, hours a morning. You're listening to the day. Hawaiian Vacation Station. You're the third caller. We'll put your name into a box. And then once a month, we pull five names out of that box. And if you're picked out of those five, we put them back in the box. And then we pick two out. Those two lucky people that we end up picking out will get thrown into another vat of 150 names. You'll call in. We'll pick your name out. If we pick your name out, guess what? You get put into a unique situation. Where <laughs> <laughs> you know those you ones get where stuffed, <laughs> you get stuffed into a vat of acid. Yeah. No, I, I've listened to this uh, easy. 101. No, not 101. The oldies sometimes. Just because I K-Earth love... Earth 101. I love those jingles. Oh, and yeah. I love that they don't have a lot of time before a song plays to do a lot. Yes. So they try to jam <laughs> in a lot of comedy. Could you, my favorite... Is like with the, it's, it's like right before the lyrics drop in. Oh, yeah. We do that sometimes on this show. Oh, do we do? have anything? We yeah, have. Yeah, trying to we, cram in more material. Yeah, we have the same one. That we do every time, so Where's some like, of our listeners are all right with that. With Thursday the, afternoon, the Frank Sinatra has a little lead up. Sixty degrees. Music. Okay, you, you, were you talking through the ramp up? You're talking about. 
Okay, we do a few yeah. takes on this. We do the guy who is so bad at it that he obviously <laughs> gets nervous when he talks into the song. I don't know when the lyrics are going to come Like, up. you know when you're, when you're talking and the lyrics come on and you interrupt each other? You hate it. This guy gets nervous. And he, uh, well, uh, well, hold on. Go ahead. Play the, play the song. <laughs> you do it first, though. 60 degrees in the valley, 45 inland empire. You're listening to K-Earth 101. I'm, oh, shit. <laughs> Katie, what were you going to say? I was just going to say it's like uh, 7.55. Yeah, okay. Oh, oh my God. What Can you leave here at 8.30? Because we have to do two shows. Can you leave here at 8.15? Beer in the shower too, right? Yeah, I got, I, I, yeah. We should, this should all be on the show. Okay, what time is it right now? <laughs> the shows that I have to do tonight. We'll have to go at least fifteen more minutes, though. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. Do We're fifteen good. more, but then I have to go. I think. All right, yeah. just watch your mouth. Well, they don't. They, they I, don't start at eight thirty. Yeah, yeah. You're they fine. Like they, they'll start a little late. They start at eight forty-five. All right. Okay. Listen. Take Shh. care of me. Concentrate. <laughs> I'll take care of you if I don't get yelled at by. Kumail Nanjiani. <laughs> this, is, this is the people that the, the Nerdist does this show. They're in charge over there. Can you yeah, do Kumail? No, but there's a guy who oh, does Kumail. I don't like to steal stuff from people. So uh, play the God, ramp up. I like the way when the words came on. That's sort of the same bit we were doing. The guy, obviously, he gets too he gets too nervous. Like his friend goes, it's all right if you interrupt. Just let it happen. Don't show how nervous you are. So here's what this guy does. Ready? Go. 845, quarter to nine. Remember, we're going to be over there at the Chevrolet dealership tomorrow giving out balloons and stuff. And, ah, God! No, Todd, 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 it's okay. It's fine, Todd. It's fine. It's fine. It's worse. Your reaction is worse than the mistake. You're making it worse. Yeah, that's he does it. Yeah, you're. And their mic's live. You always tell them. You call them. Mic's live. Your mic's live when you do that. Ah, fuck it. So you were saying, well, how did this bit start? You were saying we got this music ready for a reason. Was it because that same thing? Oh, yeah, you, yeah. Yeah, the same thing. Yeah, leading up to the song. Do another one. One of my favorite ones. Do another one. Let's see how close you can get it. Okay. If you, right, if you, for real? We'll try yeah, for well, real? Here, let me pretend this happened. You're a different ma- song. You're, no, no. Same one. Your show. You're, well, you're, I've been listening to it. That's all right. It makes it easier. All right, you got another one with lead-in music? If you want to see how impressive I can Okay, be. and you're, and you're the, the head of the program department. Todd's like, no. I want him to train it. Train it like a dog jumping through a hoop. The, the head of the, <laughs> the head of the programming department. All my bits revolve adding an element of fear to the bit. Just yelled at you. You're fired if you fuck this one okay, up. He it. went down the hallway. He goes, "That motherfucker! If he can't slamming do slamming doors, time he it shattered out. a microphone. Yes, he went in the other room. He took a mic and and and, and bashed it into his head <laughs> till he was half brain dead. It's like a jerky boy's character. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, and now he's listening, and he just turned on the radio in his room. He goes, "That fucking he better not fuck up." Okay, go ahead. You have no other songs? Just play that. <laughs> oh, wait, 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 wait. oh, my God. This is, you're listening to, oh, Jesus, you're listening to KLOS 95.5. We are out of songs. Out of songs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're listening to the Hawaiian Vacation Station, and we're out of songs, folks. We thought it would happen eventually. The other day, you know what he said on his ramp up real quick? 500,000 discs. We thought, oh, my God, is there. No. No, we We're can't nothing. play those. We had we they had a guy over there. I don't know who it was. We Charlie. got some with f words on them. We can't. We can't. We <laughs> can't. can't we can't play those. Charlie Tuna. I don't know who it was, but the other day he obviously had three seconds to get some comedy out before a song. I don't even know if this makes sense. He goes, "Hey Aretha, what's that around your neck? Change, change, change." Jesus, like, he, that's he said that I swear on the God. radio. No, but he was. Oh what, no, 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 no. I don't think he meant that. I think he meant not change <laughs> like. I never thought about it. I'm positive this happened. You today. don't think he was? I, th- a I was thinking joke? chains, like necklaces. I never even thought. Oh, 
Right, I think he meant like change. I don't know what it meant. Then I thought, well, it's not. Yeah. Ch- then I thought the song is. When you're ch- a broadcasting legend, you don't really hear innuendo. Hey, Aretha, what's that around your neck? Change, change, change. And then that song came on. Like he he cued that all up to make that happen. I thought I, was I, that. I got three seconds. Gotta say something. Yeah, yeah. Why? Why? I gotta let my family know I'm still sort of like a morning guy. I'm not just spinning records over here. My grandkids tune in. Yeah, <laughs> like the ear grandpa. My grandkids listen to me on the way to their practice. All right. So, so that's uh, that's done. Hey, um, we have I got you. Got to hear this commercial for the shoe inputs. You have that, and then uh, it's just so old fashioned, and it's a product today that you can well play it, and then we'll do our version of it. Attention! How would you like to have an extra two inches if your height makes you feel overlooked at work or embarrassed because you're shorter than your date? Now you can level the playing field with Max Tall. The revolutionary, ultra-comfortable shoe inserts, they give you inches in height so you can look taller instantly. With the deluxe version, you can go from 5'9 to over 6 feet. Poor Mike is 5'9, and Cindy isn't paying attention to him at all. But with Max Toll in his shoes, Mike is nearly 6 feet tall. That's my favorite part. Poor Mike. He's not on TV or radio. This is on, uh, I saw it as an infomercial. He's like, that's my sponsor. Yeah, that's my sponsor. Don't, no, I'm playing it, but don't make fun of it. Like, oh, I thought that was the purpose of this. No, I think it's a great product. I love the shoe inserts that go from 5'9 to 6 feet tall. You have to be leaning forward. And also, your shoes would get squeezed. Like, they're <laughs> inside yeah. your shoe. First of all, here's my point. <laughs> what kind of shoes are you wearing? If you just raise your heel, let's say it works. Try to follow this visual. If it can raise you four or five inches, and it's all in the heel... That means you're six feet tall now, but uh, tilting forward. <laughs> yeah, like a because, missile. Yeah, you're not. You're like a missile walking around. I'm six foot tall, but you're but you're leaning forward. You're on you're an incline. You're on an incline. Right. Thank you. You are all taller when we lay down. I'm tallest when I'm you know aimed at the broad that I want. Yes. Play <laughs> that. Play that. Uh, the, the the betting music that we found, and then get those loser sound effects ready because I want to do like if we did it for any product, and it was this old school. Do you have the betting music? Lisa's really pretty, but her guy the guy that likes her has pimples. <laughs> you can do it with anything and I'll just keep getting those loser sound effects ready. Okay, ready, hold on, hold on, ready? Do, do can you do one like any commercial? Could yeah. be for acting. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay. Don't play it yet. Oh, is that yeah, go play it again. Yeah, play the betting music. The kids are ready for soccer practice. But dad's only got booze. <laughs> you wanna, you wanna, yeah. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. John just went out on a hot date. He's going in for that kiss. But John was born without a mouth. <laughs> the new plastic. How did he make that sound? The new plastic. <laughs> oh, it's for a new plastic. Uh, uh, j- uh, hold on, hold on. I gotta think of one. It's a lot of work. <laughs> Hold on. Can you think of another yeah, one? Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Get a different right. loser sound effect right yeah, It helps if you stop and then start it. What? The music? Yeah, stop the music and start it again, and the bit goes again. The, oh, okay. Okay. Go discrete ahead. little bits. You're right. You're right. Oh, shit. Now I fucked it up. <laughs> no. All right. No, do it. Take your time. Take your time. You can stop it. Doesn't what if an infomercial made you wait? And there's just people There's images of people in black and white Kind of just staring at the camera (laughs) And you don't know what they You don't know what their problem is 
<laughs> Mom has an undescribed problem. <laughs> because dad is dead. <laughs> Do you want to bring oh. your dad back to life? <laughs> we have a new product for you. Are you tired of overpriced funeral homes? It's time to bury your grandmother, but it costs ten thousand dollars. <laughs> wait, what other things wait, would this work wait, for? Wait, like, wait, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh trying to clear the driveway of annoying leaves and rubbish right before the winter season. But your driveway is full of short people. <laughs> Uh, what well, I'm thinking of the ones I can do that aren't too mean. Like, I'm thinking of diseases in my head. Oh, right. Uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, my skin is falling off my body. <laughs> what a drum fill. Where did that drum fill? In this, like, eight-minute track, there's yeah, a drum fill. All right. They can fade that out. You know what I want to talk about, but I want to end. Um, that thing was, I love that. John's, it's such an old-school advertisement. Uh-huh. John's five foot one, but his date is six four. I love that loser sound effect. I love, I love, I love that. Like that, like there's an infomercial with no problem and no solution, and they just like stare at you. <laughs> what, what, give me an example. That is well, so it would funny. be like, it would be like, it, it would be like, uh, tired of, and then they just look at you. <laughs> <laughs> tired of, hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Wish that things didn't have to. And this is like just. <laughs> We have no solutions. (laughs) Tired of climbing up on a ladder to get your groceries? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Acne's, by the way, I should tell you, acne is out. Clean skin is in. They felt the need to run that ad. (laughs) Acne's out. Oh, what? Act- when? Since when? Well, Act is out. I don't know when, but I know it's Wait out. Wait a minute. No, no way. L Magazine had a front page article about Pimples are in. No way. Yes. Pin- no, that, I'm being sarcastic. Acne's, acne is acne's out. Impossible. Clean skin is in. They I really saw say that. expose. No way. Nope. Acne's Mm-mm. out. No. Vanity Fair had a whole spread. But it looks so good. Well, when I was younger, acne was in. If you had more pimples you had, the more pussy you got. Mm, yum. We'll take a break. It was a direct correlation mathematically. All right. So listen. Pimple the pussy we're ratio. We're going to do... Um, I keep taking about... a break, but I have been here for four hours with a gun to my head the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I bumped, in, like, I bumped into guest. somebody. Uh, maybe we'll talk about this on another show. I hate to end With all... a better guest or something? No, no, no. Oh, great. no. Yeah, we'll do that. What else do we have? We Todd can that. only communicate with post-it notes. <laughs> Either on camera or in a post-it note format. That's right. Every, everything's with Audible. the post. makes it easy to stay well informed. Yeah, you, you know what? You're reading. Simp- Audible. You know what? Audible. Let me tell Audible. you something. Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed and catch up on your reading. Audible.com is a CIA front. <laughs> Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed. All right, let's do. Let's... Audible.com traces your movements from website to website. <laughs> Audible.com makes it easy to stay well informed and catch up on your reading simply by listening. Okay. Audiobooks from Audible. Okay. Uh, so Audible.com we... hates women. <laughs> we are going in for the ramp up now. We're going in for the descent. So I wanted to talk about the. I did actually want to talk about the Penn State thing a little. Oh yeah, are you are you up for talking about that? You know, there's the one thing that's off limits. <laughs> I, th- I thought it was just weather. No, it's weather and my sexuality. I'm going to tell you. Con- I'm openly in the closet. 
And I also will not talk about the Penn State scandal. I'm going to go comedic. No, yeah, whatever you want. I'm going to go comedic first. I, I'm sort of serious. Do you know how you know that – what's the coach's name? This is – I love that I can – Sandusky? No, no, the other guy. The, Paterno. 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 Yeah, I think Joe he's Paterno. guilty just because of his nose. <laughs> if you had to get a close-up of his nose and say, is this guy guilty? Not guilty for doing it, just guilty for not reporting it. His no, all right. That's Bulbous. The, that's my comedic take on Bulbous. it. Bulbous. But here's what I was thinking. Two things. One – no Very one funny. has still offered to give him and – and usually when you're thinking this, a day later on the news, they ask, and you're like, oh, thank God, somebody asked. Like, I was wondering that. How come he's not been offered to take a lie detector test, or did I miss that? To me, that's all I want to know. It's, like, lie detector test. Why haven't they done that yet? Does it, I, don't, I don't know that you well, they, he, they can't because he can't, he can't get his hand off his dick long enough to take a <laughs> lie detector <laughs> test. Every time they haul him in, he's like – <laughs> and here's my other thing. I really did think about this. This could happen. The lawyer that's defending him. I thought Bob Costas really asked some great questions. At least Bob, I did. Bob Costas. <laughs> Is that how he sounds? Bob Costas. Bob Costas. Yeah, he has a. He, yeah, he has a. He has the voice that sounds like it never gets a cold. <laughs> Bob, I figured out how to make my voice immune to colds. That way, even if you get a cold, what do you sound like? I'm just that way. I sound, I'm, oh, I'm all stuffed up right now. Oh, are you I'm stuffed up, Bob? Weather. I'm a little bit under the weather. Oh, cut to three months later. I'm just fine. Hey, are you, you, <laughs> are, you, you, are you stuffed up? No, I, you know what? It's, I've never felt better. Oh, so you feel hiking. great? I've been in Tibet. Three months later after a horrible flu. <laughs> Bob, you sound like you have the flu. I'm dying. <laughs> oh my God! I've never heard you like this before. You sound. Please. Wait, I don't know where this bit's going. Basically, the bit is he sounds the same. All right, here's the other thing. The lawyer, he said, he goes. Basically, he asked the lawyer that was defending this guy, uh, "Could you, um, not could you get him? Which I love the way he asked it. Not could you get him off? Is he innocent? Not that uh, you, we the, get. There's who, a difference. Who asked That's him a good that? question. Who asked him? Bob Costas asked, asked the lawyer. Yes, and he goes, "Yes." He goes, "Would you let your children with him?" And he said, "Yes." Joe Paterno. Or Sandusky. 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 Oh, okay. Would you leave your children with him? Costas was asking uh, Sandusky's lawyer. Would that. you leave your no, children with no, no. him? And Sandusky's lawyer goes, yes. are you sick? <laughs> but listen to this. I love this because he said, because obviously instead of just thinking like, oh, shit, he can answer that with a lie because he knows no one's going to fucking ever make it happen. So he knows there's no chance in hell that someone's going to let it happen. And I thought, you know what? I always say this if I had a show. Now, even though I have a show now. Like, I have my kids right here no, hold on. Me. Yeah, yeah, basically. This could be made to happen. If, if you had enough money to go, I'll tell you what. How you, awkward you, would Hold that on, be? listen. If you have a show like Bill Maher and you go, I'll give five, I'll give a million dollars to a charity if you make this happen. Th that means you can help a lot of kids right now. We'll give it to even the charity that, that has, you know. Bill Maher's listen, too stingy listen, to do that. You know what I mean, whoever it would be. And you right. said, we're going to uh, go. It will be a solitary room. Now, I'm not I'm being totally serious. Like, I really think this could happen. If you had the money, you could make this happen. You could make him eat his fucking words. Because I don't think – why do you think it's ludicrous where I'm going? You don't seem to – I just think – what I think is funny is that there's, there's some, eccentric, some eccentric millionaire with the money to prove points. Well, I think what it is, it's not an eccentric millionaire. It's someone with a show that watches someone lie and want right. to make them eat their words. Right. So it's someone that goes, oh, really? You'd, you'd leave your children in a room with him? Okay. We'll go to a hotel. We'll put you and your two children in a room. No, seriously. If you ask me would I put my two children with you, and I said it on an interview, and let's say you were accused of something and I really thought you were innocent, I'd go, yeah, if I thought from my heart and soul, I'd – so so go ahead. You you can – a charity is going to get a million dollars, you say to the lawyer. Right. Put, put – send – what's say his name again? Sandusky. In the room with your two kids, three hours in a hotel room up in a suite, and you go back downstairs for three hours. Go ahead. Do it. 
And why would you not do it? A charity is going to get a million dollars. You can help a charity and nothing will happen bad because you believe the lawyer. Do you think the lawyer would go, yeah, I'll fucking do it. I said it and now I believe he'd back out of it. And, and I think someone could make him. Hey, either way, it's an interesting thing to watch someone get. I know what I'm saying makes sense. And I feel like, don't worry, it's all right. I, this is the way I talk. What I feel the, like you're writing it off. What if the lawyer? What if the lawyer was like, how long do they have to be in the room with him? Three hours. Three hours? Two hours. An I hour. Would, I would love it. Enough if, where he feels it's safe, where he can go over if he's sick. You, hey, you're 100% positive he's I would not going to do it. I would love it if the lawyer anticipated the question and came into the interview so he's ready for the question. And he says, oh, so, so ask, Bob Costas asked the lawyer that. Oh, okay. Can I ask it? You be Bob Costas. Okay. So you said that you would leave your children in a room with him yes, for two absolutely. hours in a hotel. Absolutely. So we have arranged to make that happen. We have a suite on the top of a penthouse suite. Whoa. We're going to bring your children in there, and they're going to stay with uh, him yeah. for two hours. Yeah. And lock, they're going to get to lock the my, door. Wait, my, my, cho- my children? Yes. No, you get, no, no. That's not, that was oh, I did it wrong? No, yeah. It's the opposite way. You, like, I have to offer that. So, so, oh, okay, okay. Just ask him the way he it? asked it. Do you know what he's... Just, yeah, yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Okay, so would you leave your children? So would you, yeah, would exactly. you leave your child in a room with him? Absolutely, for, for two hours. Absolutely, kids. In fact, I brought them in. Kids, <laughs> kids, get the fuck get in here. Get it, Susan. Susan, don't I? Susan, the entire case is riding on because they're nervous because they oh they're old enough. They're trembling. They're trembling. The entire get it. Bring the animal out here. The kids are petrified. <laughs> petrified. Daddy, no! I don't want to go in the room with that man. Yeah, no. Look, see, he's just gonna touch. Look, it's just a little touching, just like that. Stop. No problem. <laughs> I thought I thought the most ridiculous part of that interview was when they asked uh, Sandusky, like, "Are you sexually attracted to children?" And he said, um, so, "To children, sexually attracted." No, see, when you're asked that question, you say no. Like, it, like anyone, <laughs> gut reaction, you go, "Oh no, gross!" You don't say. Um, well, I've never really thought if I was sexually attracted to children. Like you said, no, he no. said this. No, he didn't he say had that. To he think go, about it. He went sexually attracted to sexually attracted to children. No, no, no. He I, qualified it. Yeah, well, he, he, he did, goes. Yeah. He feels it was necessary to go. I love being around children. Yeah, that's not sexually attracted. That's an easy. No, no, I am not. He, he drew out. He didn't just say no. Like you lead with no, and you end with no when you're asked if you're sexually you, attracted you, to kids. <laughs> You and should there's do nothing in the middle. You should do debate prep for child molesters. <laughs> Listen, all right, here, here, here. <laughs> we gotta. We yeah, gotta hold on. Big did, debate. You, did you? Uh, okay. Uh, did you? Uh, did you? Uh, are you sexually attracted to children? Well, I. Uh, Wrong, Jerry. I, you're gonna lose this you're case gonna lose for everybody. This case? No, no, no. Well, what do I say? <laughs> this is my. This is my top guy. I'm gonna. I'm gonna leave with you right now. I'm he's only gonna... a trial attorney. They bring me in as a big gun. I'm very expensive. Help him out because he's gonna. I, I feel need like to he's think gonna about lose. it. Like, do what you the fuck, kids? I mean, I've never... Faster! No, stop it! Watch, do it with me. Role play. I'll be you. Ask me. All right. I'm in... You're the attorney. I'm here in the thing. This is the way you should react. All right. Kids in your lap. Are you interested? No! Oh, my God! I just spit up thinking about it! Wait, how do you think that quickly? That's too too disgusting. Is that too much? The lady does protest too much. That's true. Okay, ask me again. All right. In this bit, I did do it, but I'm learning how... You're learning. That's the scary thing is, like, you don't want to teach people how to say it. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. But he was—he was coached, and he still didn't just say no. He still like wandered around in his. I'm brain. serious. I'm not. I'm when I, I'm always worried what the audience thinks. Like if they're out there going, "No, Todd has a good point." Like that no. could happen. Somebody they out there drifted would... off into half an hour about no. some dangerous fucking child molestation jokes. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't make any. <laughs>
We, we behave. We're we, making the we jokes at the expense of the bad guys. That's no, right. We're not making fun of that. We're, we're maybe, making fun of the uh, the stuff around. Yeah, us. the circus. Yeah, Jesus. So that's it. You have anything else in the news? Because we're going to end. We have to have a more of a formula now. So we end with the news. Like, a, do we have any news music? Ooh. And now the news with news. Todd Glass. Todd Glass. Here he is, America. Nice, <laughs> nice. I cleaned it up. <laughs> You're listening to the news. I don't like this one. You're listening to the news. Wait, you're listening to the. Hold on. Hello, more, hello, 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 hello. More Todd Glass. More Todd Glass news listeners get their news from Todd Glass news broadcast than any other Todd Glass news listeners. <laughs> I love that. Ooh. More Todd Glass. Hello, hello, hello. Todd Glass hello. on the hour, on the half, and when it breaks. This is serious news. Yeah. This this says this is bad. You're listening to Todd. You're listening to. Right. Tough streets. Right, the let's, tough let's, streets of Detroit City. Okay, so what, this is... Blood is running is through the crazy. streets. All right, fade the music we're out. In, we're in a believable, plausible, dystopian future. Nancy's grace tit fell out. The, she grace. plopped it back in. What do you have for us? Uh, 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 um, uh, oh, Jesus Hackers Christ. have broken Blake. in... Hold on, hold on. Fade the music out. Well, I like it in the background a little. Blake Wexler, uh, thank you for sitting in. Thank you. It's nice. I always feel better with having someone over there. Pleasure's all mine. Uh, uh, what do you, what's in the news? Let's see what we want to talk. If we don't, we'll just go, eh, this is anything interesting. We did the Penn State thing. Obviously, James thinks that the guy's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way. You know, I'm sorry. I don't think you understood the, you know. Uh, no, you don't think you think he did it. You don't think. Seriously. What if there was a guy who's like, all I'm saying is that I think. Okay, let me ask you this. <laughs> I represent let me the American Strangers Association. The Association of American Strangers. <laughs> let me ask you this. Some of us are not child molesters. Before we go to the news, let me ask you this. Yes. Seriously answer this. Mm-hmm. Let's say I had a million dollars. Come on, James. I'm asking you. It's fun to just think about it this way for a second. Let's say I had. Todd's like, Todd's like the jester. And he's like, what if I take my jester's hat off <laughs> and I'm no longer a jester? <laughs> now, I'm act- now I'm really a serious person. I, have a, I do. I have a show. It's like, you know, on, on the networks. It's like a Bill Maher show. It's very big. I have the, I have the money. You also pay. do your serious Todd Glass show. I know that. Yeah. yeah on the weekends, you do your serious well, no, it's public like poli- affairs show. It's like, a, it's like a politically incorrect type of a show. Yeah, it's like the Charlie. Rose thing, but you only do it on weekends. Okay, it's listen. a different audience. They don't know your comedy. If I had the million dollars to offer up that, to say the lawyer, I can make it happen. You take your kids. Uh, what I'm saying, the million dollars isn't paid to them. You're just saying you'll give it to a charity, so why would you do it? Just, just answer this question. Try to follow me here. Do you think the lawyer, because you could get that question to him if you had that type of money. It would get to him. The sure. media would deliver it to him directly or indirectly. He would find out that that offer is out there. Do you think he would, what would he do? Just for the, for the fuck of it, answer like, I think he, he gets a call from his PR person. What, what does he do? They want to offer a million dollars. Put your two kids it's, it, in the suite for an hour. You, the door would be locked. The elevator would go downstairs. What would he do? Seriously answer this. Then you, you, go, you go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, I know you're going to be. Go ahead. He'd hold out for more money. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not letting you off the chair. Off the, so what would funny. he do? Just for the fuck of it. Aren't you interested to just guess? Like, go, uh, fuck. Like, reject you the offer. If they're serious, they'll come back with more money. Here's why you're not answering. Because I think the whole thing is so... It, to so you, obvious. I don't think it is. I think it's so unfathomable that could ever happen that you're... If it really happened, don't you have a guess for the fuck of it? Don't you? Don't, doesn't anybody? Do, do you? Do you imagine... Yeah, look. His, his PR person calls him. Look, this is crazy. But they're offering you... 
a million dollars to put your children in the room with him. Here's the problem. Here, but what do you think he would say? Don't give her the problem into the, how that would happen. It happened. Now, what do you think he okay. would say? He would say, are there cameras there? Uh, no, you trust them. What? There's no cameras. No, you trust them. There are cameras outside. It would show you walking in. The door would get shut. The cameras would prove that you're two children. And he no. You, I think you're missing oh the point. Oh, my God, I'm horrified. You're missing the point. That is horrifying. That's what my point. But if you really trusted him, you would go, uh, would I, hey, would I put my two kids in the room with my brother for two hours? If someone had choose my brother of child molestation, and I knew it was, would they go, would okay. you, I'd go, yes. And if they called me said, you could give a charity a million dollars, but you got to do what you said, I'd be like, All right. yes, I, I said what I meant for my soul. All right. Take my kids and put them in the so room with my brother. So he did my answer, if you want my answer, completely all okay. comedy removed. Yes. <laughs> Well, why not? It's it's okay. Okay, so I would th- I would say uh, if you thought that he was not guilty, you would probably go for it. That's and cool. if you were and if you were really just taking the money for a job, you'd probably fall apart and melt right. And in front don't of and, yeah. and what is your guess? What he would do? do I here's what, I'm going to tell you mine, and then you. I don't think he really believes that he's completely innocent. And I believe he believes two or three things didn't happen. Two people step forward that are bullshitting. So that's how he takes the case. But I don't think he would do it. I think he would crumble, and I think it would be I – think, I, th- I think he would crumble. And I, I think it would be worth – I would fucking love to see that. Look, I know Jerry Sandusky. He's a wonderful man. Oh, you know him? No, I know you don't. I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, so you're a child molester. Yeah. We have, uh, yeah we have, so what? So we'll take a break. You know what? You can't bullshit a bullshitter. I'm a bullshitter. I'm a bull. You can't bullshit a bullshitter. Hey, hey, look, I'm a. Look, I've done things that would turn my mother's stomach. I've done things I'm ashamed of. Okay. Wait, now, what have you done? What have I done? I can't twice. So my phone. Just tell us. Just tell, tell us. us. Hey, can I tell you? You want me to shut the mics off? Can you just tell us? Shut the mic. Off. Katie. Sure. I. We need to have a safe word. Shut okay. the Chris. Is everything? I mean, I don't want to. Well, I, I, I just shut the mics off. I was trafficking cocaine. Are the mics off? Yes. Yeah, mics are off. Mics are off. Did I go too early? No, no, mics are off. The mics are completely yeah. off. So I was, I was trafficking. I was trafficking cocaine. At certain points in time, we had, we had to use as mule children. Oh, that's horrible. Wait, you sound like you're in a microphone. <laughs> 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 Shit, it might. <laughs> Just shit a little. <laughs> you sound like you're on a mic a little. <laughs> he, sounds, he sounds dumb, but he's like, wait, no. We, he was he was so dumb that he thought his mic was off. Right. <laughs> you sound like it's on. But like, he was ha- smart enough to hear you talk right into the mic. Yeah, right. <laughs> Here's how dumb this guy's was. No, 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 no. But these mics are totally off. <laughs> Uh, what would you do if you were here and there was a dog in the other room and you did, would you say something eventually? Like you came over to my house to do the podcast. He had what you would had you do? Set up like a showbiz pizza. <laughs> what would you do if you heard this in the other room and you were my friend? And you can, okay, we're going to give the same setup as before. I'm I know this seems weird. I go to this all the time. I'm Steven Spielberg. I've invited you over to my house to talk about a new movie I want to do with you. Now, really think it. You're in the kid. Hey, if it was your best friend, I know what you'd do. Dude, is that your dog? He's fucking barking. I would say something nice. Okay, okay, right? You'd be like. We're sitting around. Hold on. (laughs) So, anyway, I think I'm I'm, uh, I'm, uh, Steven Spielberg. And uh, who who is this guy you brought with you? Uh, Kate Capshaw. (laughs) Oh, I brought brought with me. Yeah, you brought a friend? Yeah, I brought Kate. We've been out. 
Sorry, oh, okay. Kate. So anyway, I love your work. I love what you do. The movie, the movie idea I have for you, I think you're going to really like. And it's wait, you're Steven Spielberg. Yeah, I'm Steven Spielberg. Why are you pitching me? I'm not. I'm telling you what. Oh, this okay. is how big you are. Oh, I'm a big I'm, sensation. You're, you're, so, so congratulations. You, by the way, this is only funny if you really fucking not may pretend you're in Steven Spielberg. You you really well, you may pretending, but you really may pretend. What would you do? And who am I? Who am I? Just so we're on the same page. You're a friend of his. It doesn't talk. <laughs> <laughs> what are you out of your mind, Todd? <laughs> <laughs> the old Rich, I love Eddie Richard Simmons. Meanwhile, oh. the dog is still barking. Yeah. Okay. So we're back. Who is he? Let's give him a character over here. Thank right. you. <laughs> Thank you. Blake Finally, is, I get a character. Fr- this is Frank Oz. He's your nice. he's your manager. Frank Oz. <laughs> Frank, Frank Oz is the voice of Yoda. Oh, like a bunch of Muppets. <laughs> okay, he's with you. But I'm using my regular voice, not, not no, Yoda. No, no, you, you, the thing in this bit, you always do the, you try, the, you do the Yoda voice. <laughs> always. And it gets on people's nerves. <laughs> Uh, who is this you brought with you? What's your name? Uh, Frank Oz. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, you want, oh, you want people God. to recognize you. Oh, my you talk, God. You talk a la If with the that. onion gets a hold of this, we're all going to be shot. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, let's go. So you're at the house. I'm Steven Spielberg. Okay, here we go. All right. Hey, James. Steven. Hey, nice to see you. Thank you. Thanks. This is my manager, Frank Oz. A manager I am. <laughs> 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 so my guess is that he uses that voice because he wants people to recognize him. So they go, "Is that the guy that does it?" They go, "Yes, exactly. it actually is." So exactly. Why does he do Char- that voice? That's Charged as guilty, I am. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't sound like it as much as the first time. Do it again. Hey, who is this with you? This is my manager. What, what's his name? Frank. Oh, Frank. How you doing? Well, I am doing. I am. Oh my God! He sounds like he does the voice of Yoda. Yeah, Frank is, Oz. Frank is that Oz. You? Yeah. Charged as guilty. Oh my God! He also did Fozzie Bear. <laughs> okay, so here you're in my room. Waka Waka. Okay, ready? What is? Do you have donkeys? What are you talking about? Oh, it's like a doggy. Yeah, I have a dog. Oh yeah, okay. Concerning this is. Uh, so I love ever. I love the whole concept. I want to do this. I want to do it right. Right. The movie about the yeah. movie about the people that just bomb, bomb Las Vegas for no reason whatsoever. It's brilliant. Yeah. They take. Oh, oh! Is he sad? Why would he be sad? He sounds like he's louder. He's hungrier. He knows we're here talking. He's fine. He's in the other room. What kind of dog is this? Golden Retriever. Golden Retriever. Does it bother? Oh my God! Is 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 my dog bothering you? No, I just love to. No, 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 no! Hold on. Do you think I don't know how to raise a dog? You seem very worried about the dog. Like no, Stephen. Stephen, believe me, I have. No, I didn't know. I feel like you're, I'm having a conversation with you. you know, how many opportunities do you get to sit down? I'm aware who I am, and you're going to. So you're telling me who you are? I'm Stephen fucking Spielberg. Okay, you bombed opening up for fucking Jan Rivers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> he doesn't. He, <laughs> Jan okay. Rivers. So you're getting your information from the Todd Glass podcast, which is your first mistake. No, why? <laughs> That, by the way, I, th- I you're talk- a madman, Spielberg. Dinosaurs is one thing, but these are dogs. <laughs> Do you want to go? These are not evolutionary relics. They're my dogs. Do you want me to let them out? I want you to let these dogs out. Are they are they safe? Well, I wish I had a sound effect that involved letting them out. <laughs> are, they, are they viciously dangerous? No, they're 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 okay. Just wear the bailout. <laughs> Okay. All right. We're the bailouts. Everybody, um, it was fun as it is every week. I think we did a lot of fun things. I think James was great. He has a show to get to. Chris, thank you. Did we forget anything? Is there anything we remembered? Oh. Did we remember anything? No, we didn't forget 
Um, Todd's whispering. Shut up. Shh, everybody quiet. Now, I did want to actually say something sad. My neighbor, who was 95 years old, passed away over the weekend. And oh, my God. She was a, a good person. So I just wanted to say to her family that I know listens that uh, her name is uh, Carol. And uh... No. Todd. Did you fuck oh, that never shit? mind. That's okay. Oh yeah, those are some reverent. Yeah, yeah. I was, there was a, you, to do a you, You're gonna pay an homage well, what, what to somebody. What did you think I wanted you at to the play? end of the thing? <laughs> yeah, I did. Oh, why didn't you play? Yeah. No, no, no. Wait, yeah, yeah. Do we this. Do this homage again. Do this. We were trying to do the. We were trying to do the bit. What did you think when I whispered to you? No, I knew what you meant. I didn't. I don't know what happened. But Get this man because, a mic. No, because then you looked at me like you didn't know what to. But you, 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 you were playing and it wasn't playing. Or no, you're not. Targlass. Sometimes I'm Targlass. I'm a comedy scientist. I'm trying to figure out what is it. What is it about? Uh, what I'm trying to do is solve comedy. <laughs> I can do it again. I was trying to do the bit we did last week of the worst sound guy in the world. Like he picks the inappropriate times. Like, like anyway, my uh, my grandmother passed away this week and she was 92 oh, I'm so sorry. and she got hit by a bus and it was not. A, oh. Oh, oh, right. That's important. You know what? I think it's worth it. Even if it took all that time, I don't mind it. And he walks out? No, I think it's worth it. Like that, that oh, bit. The bit. Hey, we do, do it again. Do it again. Give me a sad thing. Worst sound guy in the world. Give me something you tell him. Hey, James, anyway, you can talk about everyone on this show if it's serious, well, if it's you deep. Know, this, is, uh, this, is, uh, this is something I decided to talk about. A friend of mine, um, uh, a friend of mine died in police custody. Oh, uh, my God. Yeah, it was pretty rough. Um, How old was he? He was 22. Oh, so young. Oh. You know what? That wasn't. This is serious. Son of a bitch. Anyway, so I did young. want to tell you this that my. Uh, he was a vicious rapist. My daughter's. My, oh, that's a bummer. All right. My daughter. This is. um. No. Todd, you're too young to have a daughter. This is the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. This is the hardest thing that I've ever done. We've got to get really silent in the room to sell this bit, and then we're wrapping it up. This Don't worry. Hard, that th- should never be a problem. This is, a, <laughs> this is the hardest thing that I've done this show for 20 years, and this is the hardest thing I've ever had done. And this, it's a bit. Broadcasting All of a sudden, lesson. I can't set up bits here because I got people that can't go down a path of silliness with me. I thought you never left anybody hang out. This is a bit in the bit. I got to be serious. All I got to right. be like selling it. You got to be all like, the oh. straight men I knew have all turned yes! queer. And they're fucking <laughs> letting me down over here. All right. All right, serious. We're going to talk. All right, numbers. 20 years I've been doing this show. 20 years. Yeah, you're a legend. Radio broadcasting. And this is the hardest thing I've ever had to come on the air and say. I'm glad that you are. Well, yeah, go for this. Um, My wife last night finally um, gave in and was in a lot of pain. And last night at 1230 midnight, while I was. With her in the hospital, oh, uh, passed. Oh my, come on, are you fucking kidding me, Chris? Stop. Did she? Hey, hey, hey! Jesus. I was right really, by her side. Really, I'm sorry. I'm really sorry about that, Todd. I was by I'm her really side. I'm really sorry about that. And I told her I loved her, and she, she uh, had passed away. Oh my god. <laughs> That makes me laugh every time. All right, everybody. Yeah. Uh, thank you, uh, Katie, over here. Chris, <laughs> Chris, as always, is there anything you want to plug? Oh, well, I have a Twitter now. Chris has a Twitter. I have a Twitter now. I can what is it? What is it, Chris? No, it's Chris Burdens. Chris Burdens? Yeah, like with an 
Say that. Say that. Spell it. At Chris Burden. C H R I S B U R D E N S. Maybe people can Twitter you questions, and now you can bring them into the show. Yes. K. I get that too. <laughs> keep taking, keep, keep uh, sending pictures in of uh, grilled cheese sandwiches when you're eating them. I tell people set the table nice, light a candle, glasses of wine, treat grilled cheeses with the respect they deserve, and send us pictures. We got one this week by by nice people. And James, is there anything you need to plug? Well, I'm on Twitter too. Ooh. I'm a recent Twitter, tweeter, tweeter. Okay. I'm a recent tweeter. I'm at Jadomian. You fresh? You, say it again. At Jadomian. That's. You, you said nobody's voice comes through last night in their tweets as, was it you that said as Eddie Pepitone's voice? Like, when you read his tweets. Yes. Oh, you, no, I didn't say it, but I was there in the room. Who said it? Uh, I don't know. Some famous guy. Paul F. Tompkins. Maybe. Not him. No? It was somebody. I said some famous guy. Ah! Guy was who is he? Uh, who, who said it? It was, I mean, somebody's I mean, man, it was somebody's agent or manager who was hanging out with us. Yeah, but the point is, uh, yeah. uh, read one of his tweets. Like, you, you, you just oh, read it. And oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where it's like, uh, where it's like, uh, 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 signs that things aren't going well. <laughs> And you just know that's how it's You know it's how it is, yeah. All right. Uh, Sarah, I hope you enjoy your stay here in L.A. And, I, and you're going back to Mesa, Arizona, where your family lives, right? Yeah. And uh, Blake Wexler. That's right. You're doing a lot of uh, stand-up around town? Uh, Twitter.com slash Blake W. Comedy and uh, the Hollywood Improv Laboratory on November 26th. Which is a... Oh, yeah. oh come on! Now, it'll be fun. Nice. Let me ask you this, Todd: Do mm-hmm. all of these people get changed out every time you do an episode? That person always is changed. Blake's here a lot. That person changes. Chris has been here from day one. Nice. Okay. And Katie has been here since day one. Okay. So no. <laughs> and yes, I, I would just, I would just, I would just love it if after the thing he's like, "You're all fine." Yeah. Oh, every week I no. Chris, Chris gets here, and that's why, like, I do mean this. Chris gets here with me most of the time. That's why when a nice listener wrote in, I love it. You guys obviously don't put any effort into the show. You, you turn on the mics and you just have fun. He meant it as a compliment. I like, yeah, little does he know that Chris and me get here at one thirty. I need a loser sound effect. I need to, to have a thing that goes, wah, wah, so this wah. is your entire day? Aww. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to see. Who, hey, let's, let's end the show like this. We're fine. What time is it? Exactly. It's 8.30. Okay. Oh, God, we got to go. Okay, hold on. <laughs> hold on. How dare you? I invite you on my show. That's right. I'll, oh, my God. Tell him, Todd. Tell him. I gave you two and a half hours, Todd. I want to. I'm going to let gave you. you two and a half hours. I'm going to let you end. The, yeah, I'm going to let you end the show. Here's you, what I want I you to end, end the show. Oh, hold oh, on. Hold on. Ended, huh? I want you Ooh. to do the guy coming on the airways 20 years to tell everybody that his wife died. See it as sad as you can make it. And then he plays the loser sound effect until you really commit like you're coming on the air. This is hard for you. You're gonna. I, I'm gonna set it up like I said. Every other thing. If you get this role, you're gonna make three million dollars. But you have to come on the air. Yeah, I'm Joan Rivers. That's why I like Joan Rivers. He's Johnny Carson's nephew. You pricks. Um, so you have to really sell it. I thought I got pretty good there for a second. I didn't cry, but yeah, my voice right. got silent. The audience knew that All he right. was having a hard time saying great. this. He plays the sound effect. After the sound effect, you play that uh, Nancy Sinatra song or, or something, uh, or whist, that song that goes, what do we play it every week? Anyway, play. Uh, we'll pick a good song. So you're going to get the sound effect, then boom, the music's going to come on, and we're out of here. You, the mics are on. You've gone live. Uh, I guess this, is, uh, this isn't easy, but Todd, I... Uh Thanks. Thanks for uh, let me talk about this in the show. I know We've this is good... I know this is hard for you. We we actually talked about this off the air right. for half an hour, and you explained to me why you wanted to do it on the air. And I right. I'm here with you, and you don't have to. And I know we've had a lot. We've had a lot of laughs. Mm-hmm. We had a lot of great comedic moments. Um, but this is something that uh, 
This is something that uh, uh, we're, we're all people, you know? We are all human beings before we are comedians. Um, and um, I guess it's important. Uh, I just, I need to say this, that some of you may know uh, uh, my beautiful lover of the last 25 years, uh, Ricky. has been ill for many years and um, he has passed away. That was unnecessary, Chris. That was really bad. That was really bad. Seriously, Chris, I got to talk to you in the other room. That was uh, that was about the cla- most died. classless thing we've ever done. He died from a trumpet. <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.